0: Oh my God, I'm about to be fashionably late to my own podcast right now, dude. No, bro. Oh no. Hey, Vaughn.
1: Hey, can you guys hear me?
0: Yeah, it's just me. <laughs> it's just me today. Okay. Yeah, sorry about that. my My co-host couldn't make it, but it, this is still really exciting for me.
1: Okay, well, uh, first time using this, I had to open Chrome to get in here, but it didn't look like uh, didn't look too cumbersome. I guess everything worked fine enough.
0: Yeah, you know, I uh, I <laughs> I was in this call for a while, for like five minutes, right? I got in here at like eleven fifty-five. It's that's my time, uh, and then I realized that I didn't my name was unimaginably witty and cool podcast not podcaster so i had to leave and and fix the name and while i was doing that you joined so it probably for a second looked like i was late to my own podcast
1: no i i was late myself i have to put this board behind me turn the lights on make myself look not terrible and um i i Weirdly enough, it was easy enough to join, so I thought yeah. that was something.
0: You didn't have okay, to make so a profile.
1: I, I get no. I joined as a guest, and it said, "What's your name?" I put Vaughn, and so that's what I got <laughs> at the corner over there. Yeah, you were you were gonna go into something. What were you gonna say? Uh, no, I mean this is this is neat. I was wondering, are are you have you started your show? Do you have some buttons to push or music um, to play, stingers, all that?
0: Uh, I don't have. It's just going to be us talking. A lot of that stuff happens in post, but we
1: don't have like sound drops or anything. It's just us talking. I might have a hard out yesterday. uh, I was contacted by Meta. They want to call me on the phone and talk about my reels. Hmm. So they said they were going to text me first. I haven't gotten a text yet, but they wanted to talk as soon as possible. So that's that's what I know about that.
0: Zuckerberg, that's big for you.
1: Nah, I don't like them, but um, I, I, it is, it is interesting. I got banned from Facebook in 2010 before it was cool to get canceled. So what did you do? Yeah. What did you do? All I did was, at the time, I was trying to run Facebook like in the way that Twitter was. It was where you like had followers on Twitter. Facebook, you only had friends at the mm-hmm. time so i thought you know if i had like a ton of friends this would be great so i actually had like tons of friends and i got to like the limit of friends you could have it was like four thousand, oh. and then i hadn't sent like a friend request in like three months or anything but uh people had added me up because i was at the top of this leaderboard from the first facebook uh game it was called fight club at the time i think they may change the name of it but it. that long story short they banned me for having friends. They they said I was permanently banned for having friends I don't know in real life, as though mm. they knew who I knew in real life. Well, so I mean... I've just kind of hated them ever since. I liked Instagram, and I think I got into Instagram before it was bought by Facebook, maybe, at about 2012. But uh, I, I didn't do a lot on Instagram for a while. I was more focused on t- uh, Twitter, but always YouTube in some way or another. But lately, in the last year, Instagram really took off by offering me this Reels bonus. Mm -hmm. So I was just trying to make funny stuff I thought would be amusing, and a lot of times it worked. Mm -hmm. In the last couple of weeks, uh, poking fun at the Biden administration worked really well. Got, Mm -hmm. like, several million views and stuff. So I think that's why they want to talk to me about that see. They cut the bonus off, though, so I didn't really make big money from actually getting productive it seems like the rules always change just to exclude me and then once I'm out of the way Facebook lets you add people subscribe and all this other nonsense now that I'm out of the picture so
0: you're too yeah, much of a
1: threat that's the that's way the things problem. work yeah, yeah. I'm t- too dangerous you think they Got have my, your name on a whiteboard <laughs> <laughs> shit they I was actually one of the first users of Facebook I was invited like way way like 2003 uh-huh and, Whoa, um, wait, hold on. 2003. Yeah. How well did like he did like he contact you personally. I it was a scam. No, I, <laughs> it was there was back when it was like really closed. You had to early Facebook was great. Like even before you could start groups, it was great because you had you in order to get invited, you had to have a, a school uh, email address mm-hmm. from a, a major university and everybody was getting these invites and kind of thought it was like a scammy thing so you know a few weeks go by and then more people are signing up for it and it seemed kind of interesting and you had now i hadn't used facebook since 2010 so i'm not sure exactly how much it's changed i know they steal a lot from twitter like they're oh hey twitter looks cool with those blue check marks why don't we add a blue check mark why don't we try to um work an algorithm dictating what you're going to see versus your actual status update status update was really simple and lame. Uh, in like 2004, it was like, I'm late for class. It was always, I'm something like I'm on my way to get coffee. I'm going to Chick-fil-A. It was like things that those were typical status updates, but I kind of used it a little bit differently. Uh, we were starting groups that were getting lots of people in them. There was uh, an early game fight club where you could, mm-hmm. if you got to the top of the leaderboard and I did a little bit of like white hat hacking of sorts to get to the top of the leaderboard the so I dominated the leaderboard for a couple of years there dominated wow Oh yeah there there was no way to catch up with me and (laughs) you're just fucking too good at fight club man wow (laughs) it it was once you got to the top there was you it was a game based on checking in at specific times to fight people Mm. and if you didn't they could get a leg up on you but if you got to the top of the leaderboard, you had like a phrase you could put it have your name, it it people could add you and stuff. And then you had like a phrase. And I thought, well, I just started doing YouTube. I'll just put a link to my latest YouTube video up there. Mm-hmm. So I was quickly dominating YouTube also before dominating there was anything YouTube you get out of it. <laughs> yeah, I I got in like 2008, I was getting 100 times the views i'm getting now like Mm. in no time like within a within a minute i'd have a thousand views well there was just less videos you know obviously you had your little thing that you or not little excuse me but like
0: your thing but there was just way less videos in 2008. yeah
1: um when i was on the front page of youtube in 2008 i actually i get no credit for this but i started a political controversy because i made a fake campaign ad that people thought was real it didn't look that real okay really. wait wait, 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 wait. Hold, on, hold on hold on i actually we went back in the archives and i this is where i come in dude
0: I, I i i'm telling you the last like week and a half two weeks maybe month me and my friends have been the biggest fans of you we love your videos, and I'm saying that. I'm not winking at the camera when I say that. I'm telling you legitimately, we are your biggest fucking
2: fans. You know, I
1: mostly do gotcha interviews where it's like, hey, we're going to set them up, and then we're going to talk about Hollow Knight, and you know, it's like, and why'd you do this? And yeah. Yeah, that's usually the interview I get if yeah. anybody wants to talk to me.
0: Well, okay, so we're let's go back to your early YouTube. You, you're talking about... Um, you're this talking political about the Von Fry
1: channel. Yeah. yeah the, so you're talking about the McCain, like Paris Hilton deal? Well, we, you, know you, you, you have that. a ton of videos. You have a ton of videos from back then. I probably have, have 10,000 videos by now. Like, yeah. I mean, I've got quite an output.
0: Yeah, it really is impressive. For, for not a lot of people from back then are still going, arguably, you're going stronger now, you know,
1: with the output, that's interesting. Don't I don't you? know about the, yeah, I, well, it's, so I, I do, I have a frenemy of sorts. I haven't talked to her in a few years. Uh She was a local gal and I knew her after she blew up some on YouTube and she was going to be groomed to be the chosen woman of YouTube.
2: in Whoa, the, like um, Jesus. Early days of
1: it. Yeah. So um actually let's not get her in too much trouble. I won't say too much. Uh, I won't give the name away, Uh, but (laughs) people can figure it out. Uh, We'd sit down and we'd talk about YouTube and things, uh, go get coffee and whatever. Mm -hmm. And she didn't really want to be the YouTube face because at the time, it didn't look like people were making that much money from it. Mm -hmm. It looked like you're doing this because you're not landing a guest spot on a sitcom so she wanted to be an actress and so she left behind youtube was like ah oh, forget that shit i'm going to appear as like a featured extra in movies or like sitcoms that get canceled after 3 episodes that's what i'm going to mm. do she comes crawling back to youtube is completely <laughs> irrelevant now and so that's that's the way things were and you if you look at the people that were big you know let's see what 15 years ago they're i don't know dead or who's forgotten, dead like Who's dead, Dude, Vaughn? Is there, isn't there a lot of them? There was like, uh, there was, I don't know. There was some gamer. There was like a, some gamer called like Jew or something. Like, I think he yeah, he had like Jew in there and he, uh, <laughs> he committed suicide. That leave Britney alone. Have you seen that guy in ages? Yeah, is I he, think dead? he actually? No, he, I think he actually looks like a normal person now, like, weirdly enough. Like, he might pass for like a real human.
2: At yeah. this point,
1: you know, the lead, but, but- like these people don't keep putting things out, they change the algorithm all around to make it so you can't coast on like one quality video a week. You have to like put shit out like five times a week in order for anybody to find you. Okay, like, here's ridiculous. where you and
0: me, here's where you and me defer because I genuinely believe in the effect of if you spend months crafting a thing. I really do think the YouTube audience is receptive to that and will give you patience as you work on another large piece. I think I don't think people give the YouTube audience enough credit in their willingness to like buck the algorithm. Because at the end of the day,
1: the algorithm is a machine. No, it's not human. And what there, matters is
0: the humanity,
1: I would it, say. It's really weird because there's no middle ground. You yeah. either have to have the TikTok-style really short... Uh, non-offensive everybody can relate stuff Mm -hmm. or long format because the algorithm look a long time ago YouTube when I was like in the partner program and that was like a special thing or whatever they were sending me emails saying we really want your videos shorter like because our studies say that people watch like a minute or less so try to make a minute or less videos yeah that's all been flipped around to where it's like We want videos that are at least eight minutes long so we can jam ad breaks in there. And we're going to gauge you on your hours watched versus your views total.
0: You know, this happened, what, almost a decade ago, right? This happened a long time ago, this particular switch.
1: I guess it's been about a decade, yeah. Because I made a new channel tailored to making shorter content and then mm-hmm. they screwed me over with well now that now you know yeah we're going not going to show anybody those 3 minute videos or whatever we can't yeah. put the ads in there so now i've had to try to make things longer myself
0: mm-hmm. i'm you know i'm not here caping for youtube I'm, I'm 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 just saying i i believe in the audience you know what i mean i believe there's an audience for everything and i remember that happening because it genocided animation you remember that the animation there community was, be, got team white.
1: <laughs> it was crazy. I haven't seen original animation or comedy sketches mm-hmm. on YouTube in 12 years or something. Like, yeah. that stuff used to be big. Like, if you had... The biggest. It, there was... it. Comedy sketches used to be, like, the main thing. And now it's react to stuff like uh you know what can we easily repeat here with the lowest effort
2: mm-hmm. black
1: guy listens to white music for the first time oh snap it's journey you know yeah that's and then you can just you know insert another band to do it again well see i that like, like the ones that's big like now
0: i like the ones that it's like a like you know black guy listens to or, or white guy listens to Kendrick Lamar for the first time. Um, I like those ones. Yeah, the,
1: all of all that music react stuff. If you can, I I don't think that a lot of it's genuine. Like maybe they have heard it or not, but they know they have to have an over the top reaction for the thumbnail. Mm-hmm. And when I see the, I, yeah. I don't want to click on that. I'm like forget that shit. I do watch a lot of the longer stuff, and a lot of times I don't even watch it. I have it playing on in the background like it's a podcast. Yeah, While I think you're when you see when you see a video that's like seventeen, twenty five, forty minutes or whatever, that's probably something you don't actually watch, but you want to hear the information. Mm-hmm. And they know that they're going to get more uh, viewers by having it in video format than in a podcast. and mm-hmm. for them, so that's why they do that. Yeah, that's interesting.
0: That's an interesting thought. You know, because I can't now that you say that I can't think of many long, long videos that I've just sat down at my computer and just watched all the well,
1: which Well, what long video would you fire up the Xbox or PlayStation, open up the YouTube mm-hmm. app and watch in 4K, you know, like it was a movie?
2: <laughs> I don't know. Like you were yeah. streaming
1: Netflix or something. Like there aren't very many that you would give that treatment. And really one of the tricks, and I screwed up with my, I don't know if you saw my, my shoe video from yesterday. Mm-hmm. I, messed I, I didn't up. get
0: all the way through it, but I did watch it. And I was surprised that you got them early somehow. And I wanted to ask you about that.
1: oh i just i paid a little extra on ebay i guess probably one one shop that got them in will a lot of those shops they will actually like it put stuff out a little before the street date i guess the rules are more lax on that than they used to be Mm. but they they got to the authenticator in las vegas and they came to me like three days before the street date so i'm kind of surprised by that yeah I messed up on my encoding on that video and i didn't export 4k i'm using a relatively new computer i'm new to obs my my, my screen over here should look okay not no, you as look blocky good. or compressed as as it did in that video i feel like if i'm watching a von fry
0: video you know what i mean like that's what this feels like right now
1: <laughs> if you upload to youtube you really have to upload in 4k whether your content was shot in 4k or not because youtube will not give you good Uh, encoding otherwise Mm. watch that video in the top setting 1080p 60 and if you see the shot where i'm sitting on like uh my back porch you and look at the wood it like snaps into focus like the texture got loaded late in resident evil 4 Mm. like that's what it does if you upload in 4k it's going to be clear the whole way through you only get youtube's best compression in 4k okay
0: that's interesting. That's that's a pro tip that I'm definitely no going gonna... to...
1: I probably should put that in a video and get a million views for telling people how to do it. Yeah. Like, seriously. Because yeah, no one no one seems to have figured that out yet, that mm-hmm. you have to upload in 4K to get the good compression. So, mm.
0: so let's talk content, man. Let's get into the nitty gritty. All right. Let's talk content. Okay. Recently, you did a Resident Evil 4 review. Okay. And I wanted to ask you about it, but not necessarily about your thoughts on the game um
1: you and your co-host dropped by the stream right
0: uh no that was just uh, me and uh some of my some of my friends
1: who are also like watching your videos okay i just finished the stream yesterday mm -hmm. um i really think that the original game was better and that's going to be the case and for a lot of stuff if you think about it you know you have to give you have to give the edge to the originator in everything yeah
0: you got to edge them
1: because, like, what are you do? You're shooting fish in a barrel. You just, oh, hey, well, we got modern graphics now. We'll make remake a game people already like. What could go wrong? Mm-hmm. Well, the textures don't load in. You have a ground you can see through. You can't shoot anything because you try to modernize bloom on all the guns. So if you don't have the laser scope, you're screwed. Hmm. The enemies act weird. Leon's slow and sluggish because it's more realistic. It's just an okay game. It's, it is a bit disappointing, and I... I wouldn't recommend buying it at the full price, you know, at this point, it, it should be something that you pick up closer to 40 or when it drops down to 20, if you have to play it, mm. uh, it, it feels unfair until you realize how you actually have to play the game. Like I went back through areas looking for these collectible figures to shoot.
2: Yeah. They got little Funko can,
1: pops. I saw that. Yeah. They've had those in all the remakes of mm. those. Well, since RE2, they didn't have them in in re1's remake Mm
2: -hmm.
1: but uh you don't have to shoot a lot of guys you can run past them they're they're basically zombies infected La Plagas, whatever You, you just run around them in a circle or whatever they get confused and you run past this and if you know how to cheese it then you can get through you a lot of times there's skips kind of built in that we're over a week into the game and they haven't released a patch I kind of have to give a little bit of clap to Capcom for that because uh, one of the more one of, Clapcom, yeah. <laughs> yeah. One of the more recent uh, games I played on Game Pass, Atomic Heart, had a patch like every day. Mm. And it was massive. It was like 15, every time you started up, 15 gigabytes or 70 gigabytes or something. To let people play the game without, you know, a 70 gigabyte internet.
0: patch? That's oh yeah, insane. 70
1: gigabyte patch, day one, yeah. <laughs> I, I think I pre-installed Resident Evil 4 and didn't haven't had a patch since. Hmm. So Atomic Heart, I've spent like a quarter of a terabyte on, and meanwhile, about the same size game ba- base game Resident Evil haven't haven't had a patch. And I don't know if they really want to patch a lot of stuff, the stuff because the speedrun community is going to want these skip exploits mm-hmm. to kind of stay there, and it makes everybody's run for the S plus ranks and all that stuff a little easier, more manageable.
2: Mm
1: -hmm. how'd you like the game I haven't played it I'm just gonna be
0: honest with you I have not played it I like Resident Evil but I never really liked the original the original four um but yeah I I had problems with
1: it when I played it on PlayStation 2 Mm -hmm. uh in college I had heard the GameCube version was better didn't have a GameCube had a PlayStation 2 on hand and I thought that the controls just weren't good enough for the circumstances you were surrounded by people but you couldn't walk and shoot at the same time Mm -hmm. you you couldn't strafe you'd have you'd want to try to work angles try to kind of peek around corners and you couldn't do that when i played it again in early 2020 in january 2020 on the xbox one Mm -hmm. it was uh modified for the xbox it had hd graphics it didn't it, it really kind of looks better than if you look for gameplay on youtube it looks better than the versions people are posting. Really, it didn't look like a game that needed a remake by any means, and it actually played yeah. really well. So yeah, yeah. I actually, I actually liked it at that point.
0: Mm-hmm. The interesting thing about your first playthrough is that was probably, you know, Resident Evil Four was the first game to do it like that. You know what I mean? That kind of third-person shooter. So, you know, when you wanted the first to lean one,
1: action, and mm-hmm. it, it went towards occasionally campy vibes with the OG uh, Resident Evil 4. Yeah. This new one, they want to be horror sometimes. And you can look at the character models out and like the lines of dialogue and things. They're trying to maintain this horror tone. Mm-hmm. And they keep that by removing a lot of the more outlandish elements. Like of the, the, the original big robot. Game. Yeah. The big robot chase, you know, all those quick time events that got corny. The minecart thing has been trimmed down there's not guys piling into the minecart because that that would look goofy i guess yeah so so they did things like this they tried to make it horror and survival horror at the same time while also going but it's also an action game so there are times where it's like i need a lot of ammo but we decided it was a survival horror game for this segment so you don't have any ammo Mm. and it's like well what are we doing exactly because the original game picked its lane and went with it. It was like, it's a third person shooter and it's going to be like an action movie. Mm -hmm. So they pulled that off over here. They're kind of compromised. They're like, we want this and this and we put it together.
2: Yeah.
0: Oh yeah. So you, in your review, you did something I've never seen in a game review. I've, I've watched a million game reviews from a million different creators and you did something that I have never seen before. You spent the first two minutes of the review just fucking going at other creators you didn't even talk about the game until like two minutes in it was it was it was it was was insane it was it was incredible i I couldn't keep my eyes away from the screen it was so gripping watching you just fucking go full head of steam at these people that with all due respect are way larger
1: than you Let's not throw Sphere Hunter into somebody I went after. I just wanted of to make a not. point that there were people that got the game early. Sphere Hunter, totally justifiable. It's a whole cha- It's a big channel that only really, as far as I know, makes Resident Evil content. Yeah, well, Survival So who else, yeah. gonna, who else is going to? Who else is going to get a Resident Evil game early? Like, I mean, if if there's anybody on YouTube, it, it would make sense, I guess. But G-Man lives. I've had a beef with him for I don't know nine months or something, and I've been meaning to make a video on him, and I thought. Well, we'll just include it here because people will actually watch it. So yeah, that's so I kind of put, I kind of uh, ad hoc the video into the the Resident Evil Four review. So the way mm. I went about it.
0: Yeah, and the Resident Evil Four review did pretty well.
1: Uh, like what, like five k something like that. Oh, it's probably probably fifteen k now or something. It's doing decent. So people saw it would that. because look anytime you say new game sucks people click on it mm-hmm. whether they agree or not it, that stuff does really good you you put this in the title of things people have to know what this is mm. this this one ingredient will make you get abs you know, mm. any of that garbage so you if you do a review of something new within a couple of days of it dropping or whatever say it sucks people are going to watch that uh if you It used to be you could only review uh, movies, like, early. And now you see people, you know, doing these, like, two-hour review retrospective on things of popular enough movies that people are still searching for them. You could do uh, two hours on the making of Jurassic Park or something like that. A popular enough movie you can talk about.
2: Mm -hmm.
1: When it comes to games, it's like, are you reacting of are you a big enough streamer that you can just stream the game and have people watch it obviously i'm not so no one's watching me stream it and if you review it you got to do it really fast and in some cases it's people who have to play the same game forever somebody gets to be big on minecraft you have to play minecraft the rest of your life or you lose your audience Mm -hmm. if you You want to review a lot of games you have to play like every damn game like it the workload to get through games. I was holding myself to a higher standard than others were on YouTube. I was beating games and I was showing people how to beat the final bosses and then giving my review. That could make my game, my game review like two weeks late Mm -hmm. and completely irrelevant at that time.
0: Okay. But here's the thing, right? I want to, in defense of having to play a million fucking games in order to like make it as a review channel, That wouldn't playing that many games, especially new games and being in the cycle when they come out and experiencing their first days to the public, wouldn't that lend you more credence as a reviewer and over time that would add up and then you would grow a fan base who respects the work that you put in? You know what I mean? When it comes to playing all these games, because you just said it's a massive workload.
1: 10 years I was reviewing like every game I was playing, uh, you know, in the most to, to a standard of which others weren't like I'm giving scores to games. I don't see other people doing that because what they do is they say it's overrated, overhyped or it's amazing mm-hmm. They d- but they don't really say how amazing or but they'll make these concessions and they'll come up with ways to dance around it so that they don't actually offend people. When when I'm reviewing games and movies, as soon as I review, as soon as someone may jump on because like yeah I agree with you, so now I'm a fan, and then as soon as they don't agree with me, I I'm dead to them. Mm-hmm. So if you actually stick to it, you can't really grow because you're always alienating people as you have differing opinions. When it comes to the games, if you're not getting them early, to be able to beat them by the time the public has a chance to look at them and you got those early videos on them you're just screwed so i just said you know what i'm tired of playing playing by these rules i'm going to start reviewing games without beating them and Mm -hmm. so that's where my hollow Knight review comes in hell i'll go one up i'll go and review a game without playing it see my uh, elden ring review you know if if people want to do me like that you held
0: yourself to a higher standard and that you tried to beat the game for 10
1: years and then i said screw it so, he said,
0: fuck it, dude. Dude, I'm just going to let it fly. That's I respect that.
1: Just and c- look at my Elden Ring review. I watched a friend play it and thought this was trash. So, yeah. so I shat all over that game too. And it, if I can tell a game is going to be bad early, this trend, like if you look at Hollow Knight, in part- particular Hollow Knight, where it's like let's start our game slow, boring, and confusing, mm-hmm. and then it'll get good if you're willing to put 20 hours into it. That's poor game design right there. Like, why should I? Why should I be like confused, bored, or feel it's repetitive early? And then it's like my fault that I didn't stick with this for dozens of hours. Like, Mm. you should warn people about that. You shouldn't be. You shouldn't. You know, wait a few weeks and be like, oh yeah, eventually it got good. Yeah. Why? Why put up with that? And the same sort of thing goes when it to like a streaming series. You want to put out like eight episodes of the course of eight weeks. The first episode sucks enough, and I can't get through twenty minutes of it. I'm gonna put out a bad review of it, like um the whole series or just the episode. Ah, uh, the whole series. The uh, hell of like Cyberpunk Edge Runners. Yeah, I got a lot of shit for that because I thought it started like trash, and then everybody nagged me about it, and I watched the rest of it. Well, you don't think and it's a it's little like...
0: unfair to chalk it up like that? You don't think it's a little unfair?
1: It's kind of unfair, I'd say. It would seem like it, but in some cases, when you've put like three hours into a streaming series and say they have 10 episodes, each of mm. them an hour piece, that's more than you would invest in a movie. Uh, by the time you watch a movie, you should be able to review it. If I Now I have to commit even longer to be but able to have a, a say movie, on the matter. It's a show. Well, if the show's ongoing, how can you possibly review it? That's why I don't actually <laughs> give scores to shows. Mm. Because how could you review Seinfeld? I guess you could because all the episodes have been made. If you're reviewing a show that's in progress, like Abbott Elementary, Mm -hmm. how do you know where it's going to end up? It it would seem like you'd have to wait for every episode to be completed before you could actually have a say.
0: Hmm. Okay, yeah. You're an interesting reviewer in that sense because you review shows, games, you do commentary tracks. You do jog vlogs. You talk about cultural issues. The algorithm
1: doesn't like that. The algorithm wants you to review only movies or only games or only uh, echo chamber politics. Okay, do you think,
0: let let me just press you on this. Do you think that it's not that the algorithm doesn't like you going into everything and it's more nobody wants to stick around because you can never develop anything more than a surface level knowledge of a medium because you're doing everything all at once
1: with with the direction i've gone with my latest channel i've wanted to make videos that i felt were justified being a video and were topics that interest me Mm. if there are channels that i have watched and i have quit watching even though they're they're growing in numbers um because they really make the same video about five times a week Mm. there um if you look at nerd critical drinker, Dave colin Computing Forever, wherever he's going by right now. Channels of the such. Every day, it's, it's uh, rumors at Star Wars, something Lucasfilm, uh, Kathy Kennedy's in trouble, whatever. There's some rumors. I don't want to make a uh, reaction to a trailer. I would rather give my review of the finished product, mm. or I don't want to comment on the rumors. I, I would rather say... Here's what I think is going to happen, and then we wait to see if it happens or not. Instead of every day, here's something that you kind of agree with. Uh, and if you look at the, if you look at all these videos, you'll see that they really are the same thing. It's like here's another video where I say uh, they're spreading the, the woke message again, mm. even though nothing has happened. No more, no new movies have come out. We're just going to say it's disastrous. The woke message killed the franchise in 30 different videos, and it's like. It's amazing that that sort of thing works because the algorithm says, oh, you watched one video. So we're going to keep showing you the same thing instead of people finding a channel that reviews games or reviews movies. It's like you watched a Star Wars review. We're going to give you some more Star Wars content. Not Mm. you want more movie content. You just want Star Wars because that's that's how you, you watched it i think the algorithm doesn't know what to do with you if you if you aren't sticking in your lane if you aren't going to like one genre one kind of content Mm -hmm. and yeah i do have people who maybe they checked me out because i had some shoes they wanted to look at but then i'm not talking about shoes for several weeks so they you know they lose interest in my case i'm i i feel like that's a more justified it's more justifiable for me to do a shoe review than it is to hear about um trump being arrested for three straight days or something just mm. because they know that they're going to get views saying the same thing they they said yesterday
0: yeah well that's yeah i mean <laughs> yeah why don't you just commit to shoe reviews because you're remarkably
1: well spoken whenever you talk about them about shoes i i don't even know that much about sneakers i've just I'm generally smarter than the guys reviewing them because they're all like, "Yo, dog. So uh, here's how it is. Um, yeah, the uh, and it's like, okay, let's let's use Grammarly or something. Let's write out a script. And it's a lot of them actually, there. I need to start a new series of people who improved since I shat on them, because <laughs> there there are people who are like actually taking their notes. It seems like, like there's some people, there are some creators on YouTube who are getting their shit together. That's a good, yeah.
0: Okay. <laughs> okay. That's, um, okay. Do you do you think that people are like, they, ha, okay. Who has seen your criticisms that you know of? Like, absolutely,
1: you know that they've seen them. Is there anyone? Oh, the, oh that G-Man lives. I'll tell you that shit. Um, <laughs>
0: I want to say I, trying, I don't like his videos.
1: Here. I'm just saying. I, know I just would like to say. Rambo Raft for Life uh, watched me talk about him he does not take criticism well so i try to package this in you know here's a suggestion sort of Mm. way
0: why do you feel the need to to say that like i can't imagine being like here's your you know what i mean like just unprompted (laughs) just giving (laughs) criticisms of people why do you feel the need to do that large
1: i usually uh if it's going to be in a video, it's because I realize they are lying and exploiting their audience, and mm. so I'm shedding a light on that. If it's somebody who I think, hey, if you just, you know, if you if you bought this kind of light over here or use this program export like this, this would do you pretty good. I'm not going to, you know, burn them in a video. If it's somebody who is baiting people, uh, getting people to click on stuff that's a bunch of nonsense and just doing the echo chamber grift, Why, why is I'll it... go after them.
0: It's nonsense to you, but maybe they to them it's not, To or to the watcher, the people watching that content. It's not nonsense.
1: A lot of the YouTube audience doesn't know they're being played. Like that's you don't think so? The stuff, the stuff that's getting clicked on all the time, the, those are people who are giving like the fake information out there, and maybe it's just ill-researched, but if you're dead wrong, but because you have an audience, you're de facto correct, mm-hmm. that's a problem. That um, is, I'll
0: say that is a problem, but I can't think of anybody off the top of my head who's like, you know, um, well, I guess I can, but you know what I mean? I'm not a lot of, if you're gleaming value out of the content, the con, the value of the content is just whatever you make it. So if you're enjoying it and I bet that guy like nerd rotic, I, I don't know any those names that you said earlier. I don't know any of them, but I'm sure if I did a little research, the reason that they have He's got he's gotten he, better, he, right?
1: But who's gotten better, yeah. Since I since I went after him, yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: But even somebody like, do you know the quartering? You know who that is?
1: Uh, yeah. I watched I watched him years ago when he was much smaller, and mm-hmm. I I kind of don't like how he's <laughs> he's like yeah. kind of looking off to the side all the time. Like, okay, what's wrong with your eyes, my dude? I you think, think he's somebody's reading, he must be reading a monitor off to the side is what he's doing, and it's catching. He's like looking over there for the <laughs> next thing to read.
0: Yeah. You, th- you think that he's maybe monitor, probably, but maybe there's like something I deeper going I on. I
1: haven't seen him in years, so I don't, I can't uh, speak for his current state. I know he's getting in a lot of hot water because he went from, I think he was more of the uh, movie streaming series rumor type channel going more towards the we have to stand up against the LGBT woke crowd thing Mm -hmm. and a lot of that stuff has blended together a lot of people hey I just wanted to review movies and games Mm -hmm. and then the way the industry is doing people over I've had to talk about other things okay That's, that's the direction I've had to go
0: so you you are so you're like you are so unapologetically yourself that's what I've noticed in watching your content these past few weeks and then interviewing you Like you, you seem like you're not about like the woke stuff, but then you also talk about the quartering and you're like, yeah, he just, even though he's anti woke in all of the videos he's putting out, you're like, man, it's really annoying that he's talking about all this bullshit. That doesn't mean anything.
1: I feel like that's where you stand. See, some of these people realize that there, there is a grift in the anti woke. Mm -hmm. You find people who are anti woke and they keep watching your content because, oh, that guy thinks like me. oh hey i like that guy and it's like okay can we change the subject and talk about something real for a change yeah instead it's here's more rumors about things there's oh no casting rumor over here but they have they have an issue with brie larson and it's like okay we get it captain marvel sucked can we talk about something else Mm -hmm. like it doesn't have to be here's another oh that brie larson video did pretty good for me i guess i need to make more of those you shouldn't you should make something that like. Review a finished product or comment on something that's actually finished, like instead of here's some some nonsense I heard from another channel or reading a Wikipedia page. Mm-hmm. I would rather if I'm going to like even if I'm if I'm doing shoes, games, movies, I'm not just going to recite the Wikipedia entry and give you the little factoids. I want to give you like my I take love on it. Factoids,
0: that. dude. I actually love factoids.
1: There's a place for them, but yeah. <laughs> when when you fill like your video to eight minutes with factoids so you can add the ad break in it, that's you're clearly you're padding out the video to like game the system in a way rather than actually saying something of value.
0: Mm-hmm. So here's I wanted to ask you about this because the way that you end nearly every video is with a drawing of what I presume to be is your mother, and oh, she yeah. talks about that.
1: Uh I had. I, I do a voice for her. She doesn't like it, which means it's great. And your mom hates um, it, so it's great. Yeah, that's my measuring stick. <laughs> if she hates it, I know it's good. yeah, okay if I if I do some jokes by her and she's like, no, nah, you shouldn't really say that. And I'm like, that's yeah, because it's gonna kill and you're jealous. That's what it is. It's gonna but kill. I, I've added, uh, I don't know, four or five different little, what do they call them? End cards or something to kind of stick at the end. And sometimes I actually go into the settings and, you know, let them reroute to click here to subscribe. No one ever does, but it's something you just kind of want to put at the end just in case mm-hmm. sort of, uh, and it, it gives that little, uh, call to action. Like you actually do have to beat people over the head, telling them to subscribe and like I have tried to make content not... Uh, You know, if you're watching on YouTube, you know how liking and subscribing works by now, I would hope. But it doesn't like you actually. But before we get started, make sure you smash that like button, subscribe for more, ring the bell. You actually have to do that or you don't get people to to do it. Mm -hmm. Uh, It's so if you want to give the YouTube audience a lot of credit, they don't seem to realize they're being grifted. They they actually have to be told to like and subscribe or they won't do it. So I'm I'm concerned about the way the creators have dumbed the audience up. Oh, in, is that the creators ways.
0: though? I don't know if you can put that on the creators, Vaughn. That's a little bit of a they're not they're it's not a unfair.
1: They're not helping the situation though.
0: Well, they're What it, maybe more of them think like you than you think. You know what I mean?
1: Maybe if they are, they're they're if they are, then I think they're probably making the same content every day. You know, doing the echo chamber thing. Just Mm. repeating themselves. They
0: know. They just don't give a fuck. I get it. They're right there.
1: Well, they're doing what they're doing because it's working. You know, Uh, I think the algorithm recognizes the repetition and it says Brie Larson. Here's more Brie Larson for you. You you got more Brie. You got to get more Brie Larson news out there. Yeah. Like, okay, we got it. She ain't doing a whole lot right now and her movies are bad and she's not great in them. Is she in any good movies? I'm trying to think if I've seen a Brie Larson movie that I liked. I never saw that one that she got the Oscar for. She uh, got an was Oscar? It called, yeah, she got Best uh, Actress in the leading role. Yeah, that's why she's Captain Marvel. Hmm. It was called Room, and she's like, it It sounds kind of like Old Boy, like in a way. Like this woman is trapped in a room, and she's, she's raped and gives birth and raises the kid in a room, and then they escape. I don't know about you, but that just adjust. sounds like a
0: good-ass time to me. That just sounds like a fun thing.
1: Yeah, but do you want to rape Brie Larson, man? No, I, I. that's not what... I said I'm in her shoes. I don't want to Just rape. being left alone? I thought you meant you. it was a good time raping her.
2: Like, no, it's not what I meant.
1: Oh, okay. But you know what, man? Hey, man. It's the beauties in the eye of the beholder, you know? When in Rome. See, I think that most of the actresses, actors that we know of, they're really about the same caliber. A lot of times, these the Oscars in the times past that it went to the character everybody's about the same quality actor how can you really gauge their acting quality if they're not playing the same role dude there uh, is a
0: whole world of minutiae in acting that i can could never even begin to understand <laughs> are you kidding me man that well, best now actor, we give awards
1: was- to the tokens. Like we're like, hey, we got an Asian woman in charge of the Oscars, so it's Asian retribution night because we stiffed her Joy Luck Club back in the '90s. So guess what? Asians winning big tonight. Like you, you knew that shit was going to happen. You're talking about everything everywhere all at once, but oh, that's definitely what happened. But see, I- I I've had, had see- so many people come up to me and say, "Yeah, you in were street- right, man. This movie's trash." Like uh no not uh, hell i don't i hardly leave the house man like <laughs> no but I, I i that's one of the fewer re- negative reviews people have come up to retroactively and we're like you know, every day like every hour people are like man i totally agree this movie's trash mm-hmm. i reviewed it when it looked like it was going to be just kind of forgotten about mm-hmm. i if i had known it was going to be like the uh, the kingmaker decided this was going to be the movie of 2022. Who's the kingmaker? I would have had a longer, well, it, uh, well, I guess in this case, it's not necessarily one person, but it's like, Hey, we, we definitely want to address the Asian hate thing. And one of the ways we can do that is we elevate the, the Asian in the art performances. We actually have a a film with a, a largely Asian cast so we have to we have to give this and if you look at what Michelle Yeoh had posted on Instagram that she took down it may not have been her from the language it was probably um her publicist or some assistant or something talking about how this award would mean more to her than it would Cate Blanchett because it it's going to inspire asian actresses and young asian mm-hmm. girls these yeah, are well- individual achievements and the achievement is air quotes on that because this is stuff that's bestowed and not necessarily earned yeah. So you can't say, "Oh, well, because Michelle Yeoh won that, and I'm a little Asian girl, now I want to be an actress." Mm-hmm. You shouldn't have to do stuff based on somebody else has done it. So now you want to do it? Do what hasn't been done before. Like mm. I, I can when I, when I was growing I was a little kid in like the 90s, that was amazing. That was one of the best times for racial relations. Late 90s in America, like everybody loved basketball. A bunch of black guys. <laughs> Every, everybody was all the black stuff was cool all the white kids loved the black stuff it was great everybody was watching fresh prince hell i loved family matters uh michael jackson or whoever uh, hip-hop all sorts of stuff was was doing great and now we got all these lectures in our entertainment and it just alienates it's huh. like why why cut down your audience like this with these lectures are you any know, white guys Matrix, giving
0: lectures you know what i mean
1: any black guys? White guys. Because I can't white think of any white
0: guys who give lectures.
1: It, no, the white guys are afraid to say stuff. You get. Uh, I'm, not, they I'm not do, afraid to say anything. Well, if you have the the status, let me see here. Like Kid Rock, uh-huh. he probably could have been more mainstream than where he's seen as like a fringe Fox News okay, he, talking head type. He was
0: very, very large in mainstream during his for his second hour for a
1: brief time there,
0: like mm, up to i don't that know not from where... with
1: cheryl crow he but he, that, it was a shift it was definitely rock in like 99 and then it mm, no, 99 was country. rebel without a
0: cause and then
1: in the yeah. or mid-2000s
0: but that was like a 10-year
1: run vaughn give him his flowers he i i, I like to tell people that at some point and probably when bon jovi started doing country that's when country music had a hostile takeover of rock you mm-hmm. do not see rock bands anymore. No, there is no new rock band that's taking over. It's all solo acts or country solo acts. You and talk about pop this in your or, stand up. Pop. Yeah. And it goes over people's heads. They're like, Oh, is there a joke here or something? Like some of that stuff you can't really, when it comes to telling the jokes, if you're going to do stories, uh, or, something long that you you're building up for a punchline. You can't do that in a five minute open mic set. You have to have lulled the audience in for like a good 30 minutes already. And then here's a story for you kids. So that's kind of the way that works out. But
0: yeah, yeah. So, much.
1: Rock, so <laughs> oh, go so, ahead. I'm getting you off track here. I, go have, ahead.
0: I have to double back on what the, the os- you don't think that there's a little, a, because there is, power behind an oscar there just is whether people like it or not if you have that little statue that there's power behind that studios will like you you know what i mean studios will will do things for you you'll get roles you'll get marvel roles you know what i mean in the case of brie larson like you said earlier oh, that's so, the only
1: reason she's Captain marvel yeah well but why but, but i'm saying have...
0: like why is it an issue that they give it even if they did give it to this movie to, because of all of the coronavirus Asian hate stuff, why is that a problem? Because at the end of the day, like, why is it so bad that they're using this thing, this little statue, to make, to like help a, an entire culture? You know what I mean? I don't when understand why that's bad.
1: The Oscars has lost its value that's not true Uh, Vaughn come on oh it has (laughs) no it's not membership of the award ceremony drops as it has then people have realized that these awards don't really matter
0: no Vaughn that's come on that's not true Vaughn come on dude Will Smith smacked the guy won best actor and Emancipation just came out and is a huge hit like (laughs) dude is it it, a huge hit I haven't
1: looked at the numbers on it
0: well, there it's it's Apple TV and Apple TV. Uh, a lot of people have, and there's very there's very little content on it. So whether or not it's a huge hit based on quality, I don't even know if hey, it had Will, a theater
1: room. Will Smith was one of those guys in in late nineties, like top actor being like a black guy. Little mm-hmm. kids love love Will Smith, and he wasn't lecturing us uh, back then. I mean, it was, he man, he also was like one of the top, uh, recording artists. Like he was on he also, fire. He also has has a lot of goodwill built up for him.
0: He's got goodwill, but um, okay. Now let's let me let me ask you another question. Okay, Brandon Fraser, he just won Best Actor for the Whale, which is about a big old fat guy, and that's the whole plot. I no, I haven't seen the movie.
1: Much like you, I like to draw conclusions
0: before I finish.
1: But I haven't seen the movie, but it's not about him being fat. He's also gay. That okay. that edge uh, that gives you some of that critic armor. You have to wrap yourself in the critic armor. Okay, to, to get the woke points.
0: Okay, we're talking. Okay, well, they got a point value. What is my? Well, how many woke points the, do I have? I want to no, actually there, know it, how many.
1: There aren't actual tangible points here. Uh, what I'm saying is, like, <laughs> if you do things that are going to. Uh, align themselves with the people handing out the awards, then mm. you're going to get the looks. Okay, but it,
2: th-
0: now, okay, now, Vaughn, please. Uh, the Academy? You're telling me the Academy? The fucking... Uh, the, the fucking... Dude, this is the Illuminati of movies, dude. They're, it's. They've been around since, like, the 20s. You're telling me there's any... there's there's can't be more than two people on that Academy that aren't white guys. Or that... Yeah that aren't white guys but, yeah, That's got to be the least diverse the, place of all time They want to time.
1: look like they are they, they want to give the impression That they are into diversity Why is so that a problem? We have, we have to give that out It's a problem because it's like stuff that's not earned But also at the same time As, look, t- as you see some of this <laughs> stuff happen You realize that what, what does it matter if they say that's the best picture If I think Top Gun Maverick is the best picture People are realizing now that what the critics say or what the academy says doesn't really matter compared to what their personal thinking is of how they gauge the quality
2: mm-hmm. how do you so feel I about think, i'm not
1: saying just the oscar i'm saying like all award ceremonies people are realizing who cares what what the award says it's not a football game with a, a definitive score there's nothing objective here and in a lot of cases, if you water it down into the first, we make history. Look at every award show is making history somehow. You'd think we'd run out of history to make, but it's always like the first trans activist country music singer to win album of the year. Like they'll come up with something so that they get a headline saying made history and mm-hmm. they get to feel good about themselves because we made it happen. Look at this award we gave. Uh, what do you say about cuties? I've never seen cuties. Oh, I was just... <laughs> I was just gonna look. Let's. I wanted to ask you
0: about that because you just seem like someone who would have a take on cuties
1: because it's that's a very big critics versus um, audience score situation. Is that situation. still available on Netflix? It's a Netflix original, right? And I don't think that they've ever removed content like mm. HBO Max had to, though I think they will soon. Because if you part of the problem with the streaming service uh, business model is. The writers, creators of these programs that are always there are continuing to make money when Seinfeld ends in 1998, NBC doesn't keep paying Jerry Seinfeld and the gang to make more episodes or it's not showing on their network anymore. They they're, they're kind of done with them. Netflix, everything keeps stacking up, but they have to keep making more content, Mm -hmm. otherwise people don't, don't stick around. So the price goes up. And then it's hard to justify the price now. In Netflix, they're even charging you to watch 4K. You got 4K for free over on YouTube. You are
0: fucking smoking crack. You think I'm going to pay for 4K on Netflix. I mean... I'm not
1: shit. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, I'm imagining you... Everybody is either paying for Netflix or they... My friend left his. lets me use his account. Like, that's the case for everybody. I don't know anybody doing the 4K thing. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So they've dug their own hole and it's kind of nice letting them burn. You know, uh, it was the streaming thing that showed a lot of promise when there was little competition. It was like, if you want a TV show, go watch Hulu. You want a movie? It's on Netflix. Now everything is so divided up. You're paying just as much to what you're streaming as you did when you had cable. Kind of like us and, as a maybe nation. Maybe more. Right. Yeah. You feel me. Think, things were, even when I was in college, you didn't, you maybe you didn't like the other side of the political spectrum but you didn't hate them like you do now mm. there's a there's a lot of business in getting people to hate each other that's mm-hmm. what i've i figured out you can you can game that you can always count on it too you get uh, you just raise the political temperature up and then what do you know somebody goes and does something violent but you get to say well i didn't say blow up that school i just made them hate all the people inside of it Do you think
2: hate
0: is uh, like manufactured in people, or do you think it's intrinsic to our nature?
1: uh, Little kids are pretty evil. You have to beat the evil out of them. You have to put them in timeout. Uh, You have to hit them with something. You got to tell them to knock it off. I hit them with what, Vaughn? What do you got to hit them uh, with? (laughs) Two by four, crowbar. You know, right across the face. Now, give you know a little something to for them to remember not to you know, drown your brother or something like that. Kids do evil shit all the time. Like, there, there's hardly anybody meaner than high school kids or, or middle school kids, right? What's the
0: most evil thing you've ever done?
1: I've, I probably haven't done enough evil things, really. Mm. I don't know. Do you have an example for me? What have um, I done this particularly evil?
0: You know, I did. Here's what I did one time. I, <laughs> I was driving. I live in Arizona, right? And we got these things here called javelinas, right? I don't know what that is. A javelina is like a hog, it's like a wild hog. Like you're, you oh, cool. you're, you're is in Kansas. Is that fur right? like a boar? Oh yeah, dude. Yeah, they're so oh, cool. nice. Yeah, you're in you're in Kansas, right? So you got deer.
1: <laughs> Occasionally, yeah. I mean, yeah. we've got deer in the way that the NBA has white guys. Like, there might be one why, out there. Why,
0: Vaughn? Why? Why do you feel the need to do that? Why do you... Why are you like this, Vaughn? Okay, let me tell my story. Let me tell the evil that I did, okay? And then you can yeah. gauge. So, I'm driving down... Um, I was actually with my girlfriend at the time. I'm driving down this road, okay? And a javelina dings the side of my car. I don't hit it head-on, but it runs into the wheel, right? While I'm driving, going fucking like, 50 55 so it's not enough to kill it but it's enough to put it out of commission right you know what i'm saying so i hit this thing and i pull over you know what i'm saying i get out i'm like no now i'm from deer country i'm not from arizona i'm from deer country and i know that when you hit a deer if you can you're supposed to kill it right you grab it by its horns you ideally you know you have a gun on well
1: the antlers you twist the neck around right
0: yeah yeah you give it a twist and it it's like screwing off a Snapple cap. You just fucking snap, pop it, and it stop, It dies instantly. So I was like, okay, well, I don't know how to do this with a javelina, but I have this thing here that is suffering. It's dying. This thing is not going to live if I don't, you know, I mean, I'm not a veterinarian, so I don't know how to save this thing. So I swear to God, dude, I was like, fuck it. I don't have a gun. I don't have a knife. I, it, doesn't have horn, or it doesn't have antlers. It doesn't have horns. So I picked up a big rock, Vaughn. And I, and I, and I swear to God, I dropped it on the head of the javelina and I fucked the aim up and it busted its mouth up. And I, dude, I just ran away. <laughs> I just swear to God, I just
2: fucking oh. ran.
0: I just ran away. Dude, it ruined like my month. I swear to God. It was, it's probably the most evil but thing I've ever done.
1: If, if that's the most evil thing you've done, then you haven't done enough evil to, to have done an evil thing. Cause you actually you don't think good I won't be judged. Here. You don't think you I won't be judged intentions. when I die. It, there is a perspective in which you had good intentions mm-hmm. right but does that matter Vaughn, you, you, you intended know? well if you're going to go for pure evil points for me like you got i mean hell you got to throw a baby in a dumpster like i mean like not good intentions but you know? who, so like it it's not that evil really it's y- yeah, you tried
0: but i tried but like you know I, I i get caught up in that too because i used to do a lot of like things that i thought i used to make these videos that i thought were satire right and so I would say these outlandish things, but in my head, it, it they were, I actually meant the opposite. And I thought that I was making that clear. And then after a while, I found out that people in the comments section were not on the same page as me. And they were just it's taking satire.
1: it does not translate to the internet. You can't tweet satire. It doesn't mm-hmm. work. No one reads it that way. I do a lot of satire. No few people pick up on it. After I get enough hate, then people pick up on it. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, my holiday night review and saying like, all you do is this cut grass with the sword or something like that. Clearly that's not all you do. Like there is some satire element in, in these reviews. People do not pick up on it. That's why the things that work on the internet are so broad and hit you over the head with like things that c- people consider funny like Kevin Hart that's a guy trying too hard is what that is there there's no low-key dynamic to his humor it is big reaction screaming hit you over the head with the punchline. he likes and to talk about that family too though
0: he does like to talk about family and I think that's something that we all relate to and I think that's why he's so popular
1: I'm not sure if the family reason is why I think that he talks about family because that's easy. It's available to him. He doesn't have to look far to get content out of his family. That's what's available. That's what's around him.
0: Mm -hmm. It's available and it's around him, but we, that's why he talks about it because he has an interesting, he has interesting thoughts on family. He probably has interesting thoughts on other stuff too. Like maybe like the black
1: experience, which is something we could all learn from, you know? Yeah, I mean, I don't completely dislike Kevin Hart. I'm just not, like, a huge fan of his stand-up. I kind of think he is—he might be better used in movies than people realize. Now, He'll here pro- we are. Now, He'll... I'm on the other side of that. I think he should stay away. He can't act. <laughs> I don't
0: know if he's taking acting I, classes or not, but he cannot act. He couldn't I act his he, way out of a fucking will, box,
1: dude. He will eventually get his, you know, his big shiny gold statue. You think uh, so? Yeah. It'll happen. Yeah, he'll he'll make that turn towards those kind of roles. Mm-hmm. And then people are like, oh, I didn't realize Kevin Hart could do, could do drama. Like, that sort of thing is going to happen for well, him. Well, they,
0: they canceled him. The Oscars canceled him, remember?
1: temporary People forget about it. There will be some can- canceling him compared to Will Smith for actually assaulting a guy. Uh, I think that actions speak louder than words. Some people need to know that. Mm-hmm his words are hardly anything to apologize over compared to actually smacking Chris Rock in the face. Yeah. I th- I think uh you know wait 10 years we'll be seeing Oscar talk for Kevin Hart as we have with uh Adam Sandler. Mm. You know seemingly possible with the kind of output he has where where so many of his movies look like fake movie trailers for uh Tropic Thunder. Yeah. But then we'll we'll have to you know oh hey uncut gems it's time to give him a serious look.
0: Hmm. Now see I'm on the train of. Kevin Hart made a shitty joke on Twitter in 2009, he lost the Oscars, or he lost the Oscars hosting job I should say, um, and then Chris Rock makes a shitty joke and i'm not talking about like shitty and what it deals in i mean a not funny <laughs>
1: that's yeah, what i mean it was lame it was it was like so white gi jane really yeah,
0: yeah so if i'm will smith i'm you know well, i've said this a bunch of times but if you gleam value where you find value i feel like i think will smith hit him because it was a shitty joke and i think
1: there should be every standard up funnier of- if he said that was why yeah. Like, I, I just hit you because the joke was bad. It's just like, a shit Like, that would have been good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, they actually go back a ways. Like, uh, there are episodes where Tyra Banks and Chris Rock are on The Fresh Prince of Bel Air. Mm. So, I mean, I, we know that they've had to know each other for 30 years, something. You ever had to smack somebody? Mm, not on stage over anything. No. You ever just had actually, to touch
0: up someone? Just pepper them up a little bit?
1: Oh, I mean, I've gotten in fights, but uh, what's your favorite fight uh, that you've been in? Uh sixth was it sixth grade? Yeah, some kid was pouring glitter down the back of my shirt.
2: Mm, you, I told you're him like, knock nah. it off.
1: Yeah, he did, he didn't knock it off. So I I grabbed him by the neck and I put him like a chokehold and threw him over a guardrail down some stairs. <laughs> then I jumped I jumped down the stairs, landed on his chest
2: Whoa, with both you...
1: feet. <laughs> Put him back in a headlock and ran him into a wall. He died. Then I was, I was no, he was fine. Oh, oh, I'm sure. 90s kids, man. 90s kids. Yeah, they had. 90s kids were tougher. Yeah, this wasn't today's bullshit. But with all our medical advancements, and yeah, we were we were both calmly escorted to like the vice principal's office and taken Mm -hmm. home. And then I watched Saturday Night Fever on TBS because I was away from school. So so he he
0: poured glitter down your neck. You fucking killed him. It was all water well, I, under the bridge. I didn't
1: have any problems out of that kid or anybody else for, you know, for the rest of the time I was at that school. Hmm. So sometimes, you know, it's, uh, what was the movie? There's always some kind of thing, you know, it's talked up as like a prison trope. Like you got to beat up somebody so that no one messes with you later. Yeah, That's kind of the way things worked. When, in the nineties, when you when you had a school where people were troublemakers Then you kind of had to, you know, go about it with that kind of prison mindset, I guess. I don't know what the kids are like today. I think it is more online based harassment versus in person because like, and I play a lot of Overwatch, Hmm. I feel like if you play Overwatch, Call of Duty, Halo, Fortnite, people view you as just somebody that exists for them to troll, Mm -hmm. Like you're not an actual person on the other end. You're just somebody who's there for them to get joys out of screwing with. Yeah. And to distance ourselves from that human connection, a lot of the this behavior that starts online, it manifests itself in the real world. People yeah. are people don't see other people as people anymore. They don't talk with manners because they don't have to online. So why should you know? It kind of it gets untaught from them. They unlearn these behaviors.
2: Mm. You
0: think you think their parents teach them that, or do you, the way you said that, you think th- there's like intrinsic.
1: <laughs> no like they're it's born a, with them. <laughs> it's not a parenting issue. It's people struggling to adapt with living online in mm-hmm. this like other when we're online we're we are kind of distancing ourselves from our body. Mm-hmm. We're we're going into this other system to interact with people, but too many people are not seeing those other people as actual people. Mm. Yeah, that's a you pretty can't really you can't really parent kids online like that. They don't have the somebody over their shoulder saying, Hey, Play nice over there in Fortnite, in Fortnite. Now, yeah. that the connection over there is going to be if the parent's not home while you're playing Fortnite and you're trolling your own team or whatever. You know, who, how's the parent to even know, know about that, right? Well, what about the Chinese government? They're doing that. Chinese are... We've probably already lost to the Chinese. We just don't realize it yet. Mm-hmm. Like, they're so far ahead of the game because they run their country like an anthill, Hmm. there's no questioning the authority. And when you have people who have to work and have to do things and there's no questioning the authority, you can get so much more progress made versus all this stupid infighting we're doing about the woke side versus the anti-woke side. Let's not accomplish anything. Let's bury our heads in our phones and work on tech from Apple to get better resolution on our YouTube videos or some shit versus actually striving to better humanity with anything Physical, uh, you know, explore the galaxy if Star Trek is so unrealistic Because they don't have the internet to stop them from doing everything they do on Star Trek Do you think the internet uh, is impeding the human race? The internet has it, it, it has been a net loss We have the promise that the internet uh, Kind of sold us We have manipulated and we are, we've actually done more harm to society and humanity with the internet Mm. than good at this point. And I don't think that we're going to be able to equal that out.
0: That point is single handedly disproven by the existence of Playboy Cardi.
1: I'm not familiar with him. He's a rapper, right? Yeah. So, so he, I guess he blew up on the internet or? Yeah. There I mean there are chances, there are people who get discovered because of the internet, but as the the stalwart mainstream media puts a clamp on that, you these opportunities dry up. Mm. I'd like to think that we had more new acts in music in decades past, in the seventies, eighties, nineties. Bands came and went. People were famous like vanilla ice justin mm. bieber should have the career of vanilla ice like one and done gone within a year a joke but because he was able to harness his uh following talent with social media if it wasn't for social media justin bieber isn't anything what about he the would ta- be vanilla what about talent ice. the talents too many people can sing for me to consider it a talent i'm not saying i just, can sing on, man. but there's too many people who can sing like look everybody can walk is it a talent I mean, no, it's not because
0: everybody can walk, but I don't think everybody can sing, at least like Justin Bieber. (laughs) There's a lot of people who
1: think they can sing. Oh, yeah. If you you polled people, I think you would find more people think they can sing than don't think they can sing.
0: Okay. But then doesn't that create value for somebody who can actually sing and has the voice of an angel?
1: The actual voice of the angel singers are so few and far between, I don't think they really get their just due. And and when they okay. do, maybe they're they're old and dead or something. But as to in today's lineup, I'm not sure if if I would point anybody that high. Really, I'd have to give it some the thought. Because no, I don't think he sings that well. Really, uh, he has he has catchy beats that are helping him out. Uh, mm-hmm. Blinding is it blinding light or blinding mm-hmm. lights? I mean, it's kind of catchy in sort of a synth wave. 80s vibe thing but I don't think there's great vocals there. There's nothing that really wows me. Um, not familiar with them or him or her whatever.
0: Her. Uh Kane her. Brown? I don't even really like that guy's music but he's got a pretty beautiful voice.
1: I'm not familiar with them. Name name some white people, man. I'm I'm old and I'm white. Come on. Um Kane Brown. Oh, Let's Luke See, Bryan. See I was thinking <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> the country singers they um There is. okay as country goes, there's a reason why Garth Brooks has like a quarter billion dollars because he's one of the better country guys. Mm -hmm. So he actually can sing. He's from a generation where you actually had to have the talent to keep going. Hmm. You couldn't just fizzle out. Uh, I mean, you could you either kept going because you had talent or you fizzled out. Nowadays, you can amass such a following that you keep getting hits like i see some of these songs at the top of the charts and they're like not that good but they have these influencers the, these people with tens of millions of instagram followers who are going to be able to make it top the charts mm-hmm. uh, just for that reason alone so i mean um what do you like what do i like like what have you not, been not this a lot of new week? stuff really okay so recently in 2023 mm-hmm. i played this game um Undertale and I know it's from like 2015. I actually really liked <laughs> yeah, it. It was good. That's a great. I did game. not did not expect to like it it started like the first minutes like you got Game Boy graphics over here with BPD blop sounds, but then it kind it quickly uh, Pushed that aside and, and got to a really fun uh, Gameplay loop RPG uh, Bullet hell shooter and the story was so good. I thought that was great mm-hmm. um uh, content that I've watched. Um, I did a review of this movie, Fall, that kind of slipped through the cracks. It went to theaters, didn't do a whole lot because it didn't have like big stars to push it or anything. It's, uh, and nowadays, you can't tell if a movie's good because of how much money it made. Things are making money because of the installed base and who can be brought to it because, oh, I just love Star Wars, so I have to see the new Star Wars. I pre-ordered my tickets. It doesn't matter if it's good or not, it's gonna make my money. When a movie is an original property, it's probably not gonna to go to theaters anymore. And in the case of this movie Fall, it was really gripping. It was like, if you have a fear of heights, this is so gonna scare you. And even if you don't, it'll make you respect heights.
2: because
1: hmm. like. And one of the scary things about it is these two girls climb up this TV tower and they get stuck. If you're in a shark movie, you are in danger if you're in the water. If you're stuck on the rock, you're you, we know it's kind of gonna be a lull. We know that the first person you see is going to screw you over. They can't rescue you 30 minutes into the movie. that wouldn't be a movie. Hmm. Things like that happen, right? But um uh, look, I'm getting a phone call. It's spam though I don't think it's Facebook. Uh, this is CIA. The, they, they're trying to silence you in in fall. Anytime you, you can scare the audience by just looking down, like the the danger is ever present for for those girls. So that's a movie worth checking out. It's currently on Stars, mm-hmm. I believe. I say currently, but a lot of times movies they're on as soon as they're on a platform, you got to watch them because the, they come and Netflix go. can't Netflix can't keep anything for more than a month. It pisses me off. Yeah, ne- we need some government regulations to kind of look out for the consumers. If everybody's gonna be. Told To wear your pajamas and stream uh, Movies then we Got to do something to look out for those consumers I guess
0: that is a That is not something I thought I'd ever hear Come out of your mouth We need to put the government needs to Restrict something To protect the Consumer that's that's that is not That was a remarkably Poignant thing you don't seem like that kind of guy I do
1: think of myself as a consumer Advocate that Mm -hmm. that sounds like A more uh a a bigger brain approach to say you're a critic say you're a consumer advocate but if if we've gotten to a point where we look like we're in a a nation or a country but really we could soon align ourselves with brands more than we align with uh our nation where where we're from you know what anthem we live under people are so loyal to brands disney star wars marvel apple it's always star wars (laughs) I like to throw Star Wars out there, you know, game the algorithm for you. You know, you got to get people to check this out. You say Star Wars enough. Brie Larson, dude, you're going to have like a million viewers now. Let's go. man. You're going to get everybody. No, this is huge. Now we've mentioned everybody,
0: everyone. Here's the question. All right. What if there was a brand civil war and we really do align ourselves with the brands that we like instead of aligning ourselves with nations, we align ourselves with brands. What Mm -hmm. brand would you go to civil war for?
1: Uh, last night I actually watched a movie that kind of touched on this rollerball from like 1975, 74, Are you going to do a commentary track? I, no, I'll I'll do a review of it though. Oh, okay. But, um, so I watched this movie rollerball, it's on prime video right now. And in this movie from, you know, mid early seventies, the the corporations have taken over the world. It's everybody has like a corporate anthem they have to do at the beginning of their sporting event. It's Hmm. to kind of show how nations have broken down and companies have taken over, and it's not elaborated upon in in, you know too much regard. But it is interesting. It's something that I think could potentially happen.
2: Hmm. And they had that all the way back with a brand,
1: Mm -hmm. dude. I would line myself with Sandisk. Why has Sandisk ever let you down? Like I was just thinking about that the other day, man. Like I've never had a Sandisk drive go bad on me. Like there's there's certain things that just and I wouldn't want to align with too powerful of a brand like Apple. Mm-hmm. I think I think you're better off aligning with a smaller band. Like uh, if you said Burt's Bees, where are they? I've, I've never had a problem with Burt's Bees. Yeah. So I would be on, on team Burt's Bees. You know? okay. If you put yourself with the big group that makes a lot of products, that makes everything you use, you – you will make excuses for them.
2: Hmm. So
1: Apple will start making bad things and you'll be like, well, it it is Apple, so I'm gonna get the next thing anyway. Like, I didn't really like this iPhone, but uh, I mean, they've been so good to me in the past, I gotta keep giving them my iPhone money, you know? Like, things like that. I've had no issue with most Apple things I bought. I find that usually when Apple enters a space, they dominate because their design, their execution, and uh, their ecosystem just works better than everybody else's. My yeah. brother built a computer. He already has a problem. I've had, I've had a MacBook Pro since 2007 that still runs. And that's pretty amazing. Mm-hmm. It's not the one I'm using right now. But the point is, it could potentially still run. I had computers in college that were dog water within two years easily. Mm-hmm. Like, they were done. I and mean, this was like... You know the off-brand, that the Dell, Compaq, HP, that sort of stuff. Those things are not meant to last. When mm. when you show me that you put the attention to detail to make something last, then uh, you know you got my money next time around. That's been the way I've been doing it.
0: Yeah. So you you would you'd have no problem killing in the name of Burt's Bees if it came down to it.
1: I will I will jam a stick of Burt's Bees down your throat if I have to, man. Yeah. Like if if I have to.
0: You know, I'm thinking Bluetooth.
1: I'm thinking I'm on the Bluetooth side. You know, when they've been around Is forever. Is that a brand? It I it's like a protocol from a collaboration, you know, like D V D or VHS or something. Mm. Like there's somebody who was behind it initially, like Toshiba, I think, made VHS
2: mm. uh,
1: or Panasonic or somebody. Sony did Bluetooth, but then you have everybody else kind of get on or no blue Blu-ray, sorry. Mm. Bluetooth has been pretty good, but I'm being an Xbox gamer, we don't use bluetooth wireless headsets we use xbox wireless protocol it's a little bit more bandwidth gives you a little bit less lag and the uh, fidelity over party chat is much better than playstation mm. we use this bluetooth yeah. when i'm playing a game and it's cross-platform and you hear the mcdonald's drive through voice that's because that kid's on a playstation mm. i know it every time yeah so now are
0: you a console war veteran do you like do
1: the console war stuff the, the console wars has been dead for a while it the console war was nintendo and sega hmm. and the way that worked out was in my poor neighborhood it was well you've got a nintendo and if you need to play sega you can just go to your friend's house down the street hmm. you didn't you didn't have both and you it was fun because you could align yourself with this like Petty, silly argument, and and the market was so much smaller back then, and you could you would feel like you needed to get on a fight on the playground to defend the honor of Mario over yeah, Sonic a kid or something. Yeah, like you did. Yeah, yeah. I'm I'm sure he's in prison. You know, let's give him the benefit <laughs> of the doubt, right? Okay, yeah, we'll give him the benefit of the doubt by saying he's alive, but in he's prison. he's still alive and he hasn't had a fentanyl overdose. It, he, <laughs> you know, for crystal meth. I mean, it could be either of those. Yeah. The truth. Yeah. But yeah, the console war thing. We're not. We're not really in a console war right now. I feel like we're in a console peace time. I've been saying for a few years now, and I probably have it in a video that can't be found because who knows why. (laughs) Microsoft doesn't want to be in the console war. They're trying to ease their way out of it. You look at the way that they have no exclusives to the Xbox. Everything that everything... That is microsoft game studios is available on pc mm-hmm. because they would rather you okay we thought we could do this on the console but we want to convert those xbox gamers into pc gamers and if we we put them in that ecosystem then we we've really won because sony won't be able to compete against us mm. that's where they're at i like what nintendo's doing i haven't had a nintendo console in a long time since the n64 unless you want to include some of the portable stuff 3ds um yeah, the DS and three DS I had those. But they're kind of like an also console. Like, hey, in addition to your PlayStation 5, you can also have the Switch. Mm. In addition to your Xbox, you can also have the Switch. The Nintendo's doing it right because they're saying our properties have such value, you can only play them on us. They're not gonna put Mario on Xbox where the graphics could be better because the only way they're really gonna be able to sell their hardware is if it has these beloved properties exclusive to them. They're basically Disney of the video games. They try to run the clean show for the whole family, Mm -hmm. but people don't hate Mario and they always have, uh, I haven't played every single Nintendo game, but I can't off the top of my head name an awful Nintendo game. First party developed and published Nintendo game. Can't think of one that's really awful. Mm -hmm. They're almost all, all good, great or excellent.
0: Yeah, you know, there's kind of a console vacuum right now. What do you say, you and me, we get together and we are like console ISIS, and we make our own. We fill the vacuum with like our own console caliphate.
1: People try that, you know. But uh, uh, who? Oh, let's resurrect Atari or Coleco or something. Like there's always these. You do you put that name out there because you get the press for your Kickstarter, Mm -hmm. and then what comes out? an android console right you know like, yeah, ooh, yeah yeah uh that thing died because no one could say the name i think yeah. it, it, curiously enough i did see it on store shelves i have to give them some credit for actually getting to market in that way mm-hmm. uh but y- too much of this stuff it's just y- your ipad your iphone your laptop all this stuff can already play these things so there isn't a way to get in into the console business. Unfortunately, I consider myself a console gamer. I don't like sitting at a desk to play games. I want to sit in a recliner mm. and chill and look at a TV instead of leering over a desk like I was working. Uh, too, too many people are going towards that desk route with their gaming. It doesn't feel relaxing to have to put yourself in that position, I feel like. I don't care if you have a gaming chair or not. It just doesn't appeal to me.
0: Yeah. You know, I do most of my playing on PC at this particular setup that yeah, I'm at now. just about everybody
1: does yeah yeah and i find Do you that- feel like you're playing the game though like when you're younger and you you had say if you were young enough that you you ever had to take the console into the the living room to hook up to the big tv like that fe- there's something special about doing that and if you always are just already at your computer there's no effort you had to put into it i kind of the mystique is gone isn't it
0: Well, I would say for me, um, I did have that experience and I always really enjoyed that bringing the console out. But for me, whenever I play a game, I'm talking single player games here, just to like experience a video game. Usually, if it's like, especially if it's an older title, you spend four hours beforehand doing like mods, (laughs) like patches, trying to get it to run. You know, there's a whole setup before you even get into the main menu. Especially for older games, which I like to play a lot of like older
1: titles. So you're talking about like emulating like a PlayStation 2 game on a modern PC, something like that? I mean
0: that, you know, emulation is just because for some reason people just want to like learn how to make emulators and get them to run. I think it's in spite of consoles, honestly. So it's honestly easier to emulate some of these games. Like I just downloaded Max Payne. I bought it on Steam and it, it took that process to get running. You know, having so much patches
1: and stuff. Uh, Nintendo has this way of being like, and I don't know entirely how their service works, but they they were giving you online gaming for free. Then they started charging for it because everybody else is charging for for it on console. We can we can get away with it too. That's kind of the way the free market has worked. It doesn't benefit the consumer. It's what can we all get away with and do together to the consumer. But hmm. Nintendo says... What the okay, fuck, Vaughn?
0: Dude, you, you are like a socialist
1: for, icon. What the hell? <laughs> N- Nintendo says, you sign up for our service, we'll give you Mario Kart this month. Like, they have some game, that they, like these old games, that I feel like should be public domain. If the console it was released on is not in production for like 10 or 20 years, you could say 30 years, something like that. Those games should be entirely free to download online, in whatever really possible you want to play it on an emulator no harm no foul what let people do it mm-hmm. we don't seem to be pursuing uh i mean i guess you could get jailed for playing these games on an emulator if for roms you didn't buy i suppose thankfully we're not pursuing that or you know we'd have more people in prison than we could we could get there but... everybody's emulating it's a it's a it's like fentanyl Th- this old stuff, we need to just let people appreciate it. Let the community keep it alive. It, and besides, if I buy a game used at GameStop, I bought Overwatch used at GameStop. I traded in Mirror's Edge Catalyst. I wanted a game that was going to last a while, and like a genie's wish, I you know I got what I wanted, but not quite the way I wanted it. Mm. So I got a game that never ends. I didn't give my money to Activision Blizzard. I I gave forty five bucks to GameStop. So. If they're not going to get the money you know, on the secondhand market, then how come this stuff can't be public domain after a certain point?
2: Hmm. That's
0: good. That's, that's what good I'd point. like to see. Well, that's the thing about digital shops is now there is no secondhand market, and that's why they probably want to go toward that.
1: They certainly do. I think there. I'm I'm okay with the digital shop as long as there is value for the consumer. I don't typically buy a game digitally like that. I bought Resident Evil Four a remake digitally at f- full price there was a slight discount for microsoft game rewards hmm. but i needed to play the game as soon as it came out and i couldn't think well what if i ordered it online and got a disc from best buy am i going to get it the friday it came out or not uh, that was a concern so i did in this case go digitally but i like being able to trade one game in you know, I got all my gamer score. I completed the game on the hardest difficulty. I'm ready to trade it in, get a little bit of discount that goes towards the next uh, the next goal. I guess the next mm. game I'm going to be playing. That's why I've I've looked at it before. Now mm. I have Game Pass, and that's like the perfect system for for Microsoft right there to be like, hey, just subscribe to this, and we'll take care of your gaming needs. Yeah, and. That way, they're always getting a cut versus the secondhand market. You know, it's kind of stuff doesn't really need to exist as long as we we have people subscribing. That's one of the better subscription services. It feels like a big value, all access to all these games, and in a way, you feel less cheated by having Game Pass than you would something like Disney Plus. Uh, yeah,
2: you know, they keep uh, coming
0: up. They're like the yeah they're they're like the you know the villain of this podcast of this particular podcast is disney i, I think that was the first time i said
1: disney plus though oh like okay specifically the streaming service yeah but uh, yeah you once you have enough of these streaming services you don't you feel like you're cheated if you don't watch enough of it like yeah oh man i didn't watch any netflix this month i just threw away 15 bucks if yeah. you were paying that price for netflix right
0: yeah you know um here's the thing about the secondhand market I can't bear to walk into a GameStop. I just, the experience no, one can,
1: of, no real gamer can. That's the problem. And I am a real gamer Vaughn. I am a real ass gamer. Did they have EB Games in your in your youth in your area oh, cuz no, they were different, that was long they were gone. different companies. Uh, we had EB Games and Babbages. is hmm. what I used
2: to see. Babbages. Those,
1: those Babbages was very much a PC gamer store. Mm. It, and it leaned towards that hey this this is pc this isn't kid crap over here this is we, fucking we don't real have, shit this we is half we don't have plushies on the wall or some stupid statue that's mass produced we're gonna charge it we don't have that shit we got pc games well you're, you're, got, and you're
0: interpreting what i said as me walking into a GameStop and thinking that it's superficial and like kind of corny Dude, the people in GameStop, I, I don't even care about all that, dude. And I'm partial to buying maybe a little Mario figure. You know what I mean? I'll buy a fucking little Link Deku, whatever, guy. I'll do that, dude. I'm not above it. But it's just something about the people. The employees, the people in the store, I just can't stomach it. I, just, I don't know why. I think it, it might be a little bit of shame... Because people used to get bullied for playing video games, and I think I might carry some of that stuff still with me, but I avoid GameStop because I just can't bear to be there with those people. I just can't. You know what I mean? It's like,
1: it's like Comic-Con. The last if, time I went to a GameStop, I, I mean, there is a shift in the personnel. These are just people who need a job at this point, not necessarily, hey, I really like video games, so I'm going to work at GameStop, which may have been the appeal to working at a GameStop at a time. hmm I've seen horror stories of people who have worked at them and the way the management treats them and how much they had to upsell. Oh yeah. hey, You want to buy this game, but we really want you to subscribe to this magazine or something that you don't really need. Like, and then you had to force it on people. So yeah, I mean, it's not a fun environment to go to. In fact, I'm wondering if the GameStop in my area is still there. I think it is. Yeah. uh, My nearest GameStop.
0: Um, You know, I will say, though, in the town that I grew up in, when the GameStop opened, there was only like 1300 people in the town that I grew up in, man. Dude, it was like Christmas. It was like fucking dude. It was like Marco Polo. It was like I think that was the dude's name who brought the spices to England. That's what it felt like. It felt like a whole new world. Was awesome. Best dude. Buy
1: felt like that to me in the in the mid '90s. There were Christmases we'd we'd drop by Best Buy. You got your Best Buy gift cards for Christmas, whatever. Mm. And they had so much in the way of game displays. I had I played Donkey Kong on an array of like big CRT TVs that were like you know putting them like a matrix mm. to make like a big screen. You ever seen that? Where like the it, it's stupid and we don't need it anymore because we have better TVs now. But you'd make a bigger TV by just stacking the TVs together and the image would go across them with all these lines in the grid and everything, but it looked cool and that was about as cool as things could look back then. I went to a Best Buy a couple weeks ago. There's almost no games. There's hardly displays for them. You can't play an Xbox at a Best Buy right now. I don't think you can play PlayStation. There might be a console set up for, for you to play a switch in some capacity. Oh yeah. But, but a lot of it, as far as the gaming stuff, it was pushing peripherals like okay you get a headset here but you're probably going to download your game from the respective store which you game on Mm -hmm. like they're kind of giving up on you know the physical disc even
2: kind of
1: sad are you from kansas kind of uh born in kansas i don't know how you how you you equate grown and raised but moved to oklahoma came back to kansas did you live in Lawton, Lawton, oklahoma no Mm. I'm not sure where that is. I live probably south of Oklahoma City. Mm, it's it's I think Lawton is uh, east of or west
0: of Oklahoma City. I'm pretty sure. I mean,
1: I've heard the name, but I haven't. probably haven't been there because like you hear the names of towns all the time when you live in Oklahoma because because of the tornadoes. Yeah. You have to know where the tornadoes at if it's coming your way, right? So. Mm-hmm that's the way that that kind of was. Dude, tornadoes where I where I grew up they had
0: tornadoes, bro. Those are crazy. <laughs> what is, dude, isn't that nuts that we live in the same world as tornadoes? And they just come down and just fucking tear through towns. Everybody fucking
1: everybody's house gets destroyed. It's crazy. Yeah, the biggest the biggest tornado ever hit my my one of my grandma's house. Whoa. May 3rd, May 3rd, 1999 tornado. Hmm. Uh F it, it was the one That they had to redo the scale. They called it an F5, and now they call it an EF5. Whoa, they got an E now. Yeah, they, you see, sometimes you see these things mentioned as EF5 or something, or they say EF enhanced Fujita scale versus Fujita scale. And this tornado, I was living in Kansas. I had to go down the next day to help clean up. And it leveled the whole town, and you couldn't find anything. It was a war zone. It was the most surreal, amazing thing. It was it amazing. awe-inspiring. It, it, it was inspiring. Yeah, it it was it was destruction in such an outlandish and comprehensible way. Cars stacked on trees on top of other cars in such weird, twisted ways. Yeah, uh, everything was li- was like you couldn't recognize the area, but. There was like a moss and newspaper-like coating to everything. Like somebody went in and tagged every surface with with like a a green mossy newspaper because people had newspapers. Mm-hmm. So what's going to get shredded up and tossed around in 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 a tornado? Newspaper. So that's yeah. it. Like painted the area. Probably wouldn't find that in today's uh, tornado debris. Necessarily,
0: Uh, dude, the tornado debris has been destroyed by woke bullshit. That's what I'm saying. We're on the same page about this, dude. The woke took away our about
1: tornadoes, but instead, we're talking about woke (laughs) bullshit, you know. Well, yeah, exactly. Yeah, and they took away the the technology to stop. Maybe we don't have the tech to stop a tornado, they're a bit more on the shorter, uh. You don't have as much of an alert, a heads up on them, but we could stop hurricanes, but somehow we choose not to. Why can't we fire some missiles at a hurricane and like spread it out? You know. Why can't we blow up a hurricane while it's off in the ocean before it causes billions of dollars destruction in Florida? Why don't we do that? Well, I mean, if you blow up a... Now, are you talking just normal
0: missiles or are you, t- are you talking like the
1: big dog? Well, I, we don't... It doesn't have to be nuke. It can be like we we have a variety of sub nuke missiles that i think could mm. you know mess up at least spread out instead of funneling the winds
2: mm-hmm.
1: why don't why isn't it attempted cuz look at the what we we get every hurricane season billions of dollars of damage mm-hmm. or we can we can strike first and we know where they are we know when they're coming there's no there's like no collateral damage possibility okay so just- that
0: is where i don't know i don't know if that's true what you just said there's no collateral damage cuz with what you're saying... In the middle of
1: the ocean? There's no humans there.
0: What about... Okay, but... There's, dude, it's the Earth. We're all connected, dude. Who knows what that would do? You know what I mean? That might kill well, we all know, the fish or something. We
1: do know the destruction that it leaves when it hits shore. Like that we can anticipate. And this is st- stuff high, higher up in the atmosphere. I'm not sure at what levels, but you, I'm, I'm not playing... I wouldn't say strike missiles into the ocean. Yeah. But... Uh, you blow uh, it up yeah. in the atmosphere. Yeah, I mean, we have we launch rockets into space all the time, and we don't seem to be concerned about space pollution in that that regard. Or, well, mis- space you know, is infinite, literally. So, I don't know. I mean, some of these, uh, well, in our nearby orbit, we could have a real problem if we have a bunch of loose bolts and nuts from things floating around out there. I'm pretty sure that's the case. I think we almost have a ring of shit. Around. Yeah, we. I mean, we also we launch enough satellites, we're going to start really having these issues. If anything goes bad and we have debris sitting out there when we we launch manned operations, you don't Mm -hmm. want to crash into that. Now, you want to go to space, uh, right? You're a space enjoyer. It's like dinosaurs. Every dinosaur expert has never actually seen a dinosaur. You're a space expert is what you're saying. I'm no space expert. Like I just, I'm not going to claim I am one when I haven't been there or anything, but Mm -hmm. I wouldn't say William Shatner is necessarily a space expert despite tiptoeing into low orbit or nothing like that. Yeah. It would be, it'd be nice if we actually put our, applied ourselves to doing something bigger than what we're doing now, you know, infighting on social media
2: over, over
1: bullshit. Right.
0: Have you seen the, uh, uh, the bean aircrafts that they've been seeing in the Pacific ocean?
1: You're talking about like UFO thing. Didn't they rename UFOs to try to like yeah. change the narrative on that? They're maybe called... a more inclusive term. I don't remember what it was.
0: Dude, they went woke. Damn. Everything. Yeah, they, they really woke got everything. The
1: UFOs. <laughs> because they might not have been gray men inside. They could have been they maybe they identify as female pink creatures. Who knows, right? So we have to cover our bases. No, but what are you talking about? Like blimp stuff cited somewhere? Uh they look like beans, and they're white in the Pacific beans? Ocean.
0: Yeah, they they're shaped no. like beans, and they they have no exits. Fighter fighter pilots. I bring this up every fucking episode. Every guest I have, I talk about the beans. No, they um fighter pilots. They'll do you know they'll land on the aircraft carriers and they'll do these drills, and they have these cameras that can just lock on to something that's moving from very far away and follow it, and it detects these aircrafts that look like beans that have no visible entrances and no visible propulsion. And they go super fast and they zip around as if have, they, there's a level of propulsion. It's almost like in Gmod when you fly around. You know what I mean? Like I get you, just, you. Like you yeah. just float
1: around. And then they just... When, when the rules just don't apply to you. you know, yeah. Like you're in sandbox mode. Right? They have,
0: they're just in sandbox play some mode. Play things
1: wherever you want, yeah.
0: And then they just zip into the ocean. They just go, boop, just go into the ocean. And these are real. These are declassified by the DOJ.
1: It would seem like something that I wouldn't say, oh, well, clearly it's China or Russia. We know it's not Russia. They have their hands full of a small country. Yeah, they suck. If they, if they could do anything. I think that China is screwing with Russia. Like, they're kind of like, hey, Russia, let's see if you're see if you cool enough to hang out with us. Can you take out Ukraine? No, you can't. So screw you, right? Hell, yeah. I don't think China has the technology to run any of that. I mean, it's it's highly likely it's from outside of our solar system. Yeah. Because if it was within our solar system, we would have detected it. If they can get here to mess with us, then we're best to not get on their bad side, you know? Because uh, if they have the technology to get here, they can probably also have the technology to make things an unfair fight quickly. Yeah. And have that if, escalate. If, I mean,
0: these being these aliens, dude... If they wanted us gone, dude, they 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 it would have already been done. Oh, you they, know what I mean.
1: They must have like a Star Trek like Federation uh, prime directive of not messing with us too much. Hmm. Because if they wanted to, they would have been out in the open about it, or or it would have been more widespread. But yeah. maybe they realized, like you know, this isn't their first rodeo. If we just abduct a few people, and we do something to them, everybody will just think they're crazy. They'll write it off. But if you know, if we don't make a big enough of a footprint, people aren't going to see it.
0: Hmm. Yeah, well, that's that's another interesting thing is we, you and me, live in the only time in recorded American history or recorded American history, recorded history, fucking period,
1: dude. Only American history matters, my son. Come on now. Okay. All right. Well. Uh, yeah. <laughs> dude, okay. Only time in history that yeah. We no, there's they're
0: out, dude. They're aliens, bro. And and I like I I really struggle talking about this with people because. Even though I said I bring it up every fucking podcast, but you sound insane. You know what I mean? When you talk about the beans in the Pacific Ocean, people just look at you like you're fucking crazy, but they're real. They're not fake. You can see there's video,
1: you know? Yeah, the con- conspiracy theory is like an a convenient way to brush aside all of the stuff. Mm. What's the conspiracy, you know, exactly? Like if there's no conspiracy, you're just citing evidence Like, it's not like, oh, me and my buddies all decided to make make up some story about seeing some things that were actually out there. Like, yeah. uh, But also, these, some of our, in recent years, the conspiracy theory has become fact, only you're not allowed to say it. Okay. Now we're talking. What issues? Right? What issues? Certain things. What issues, Vaughn? Certain vaccines, maybe. Maybe you're Uh, not supposed to have. Maybe a certain race of people. That you
0: have opinions on, maybe a certain religious subgroup that you may or may not have opinions on, Vaughn.
1: But the Chinese have something happened there. No, no, no. I wanted to ask you about the Jews. Oh, okay.
0: Yeah, because I watched a, I watched one of your videos, and you said oh, is some this sensitive. the one
1: where the 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 scientists said that the uh, certain ethnic backgrounds have. Like higher IQ or something is that uh,
0: one or the one I saw was in reaction to a Ben Shapiro, that uh, podcast.
1: Oh man, I hate that guy. And yeah. you know, hate. I'm not saying like to the extreme, but I. You just you just would kill him if you saw him. I got nah, you. I would. I would. F- uh, f- I wouldn't even trip him so much. I would just like to see him destroyed by some college kid once, you know, because he likes to debate college kids who aren't debaters. Mm -hmm. And somehow that makes him feel good. Like if I played Overwatch against a bunch of noobs, I'm not going to show that highlight off. Yeah, that's not exciting. That hold that thought, but I have to press you on this. I have to press you on on
0: the Jew thing, because in that video you went hog wild, man. You you did, you went hog I've done a
1: couple of videos on him. I'd have to see which one. I've done probably a few, like four or not five even, or something it's, about him.
0: It's not even about Ben Shapiro. Okay,
1: I don't even. I don't like
0: Ben Shapiro either. I'm, gonna be, I'm just gonna be straight. It's about the ending, and you went on. You went on a you you started a rant. You know, you did a you did a von rant, and you were talking about Jews and how they are all in positions of power, and they leverage their power, to. You
1: know well, enact that, things. The thing about that is it doesn't matter what you can the group is interchangeable. Any group that's in power is going to set rules in place that allow them to retain power. So if if Nintendo was in power, they would keep <laughs> making sure Nintendo was in power, right? Like you wouldn't yeah. you wouldn't do anything to make that more work for you it you see this in hollywood right now with the nepotism Mm -hmm. like even now people are nepo baby is getting to be like a a word it's as silly as it is
2: Mm.
1: we used to put people like actors and actresses we discover talent we're not interested in the talent anymore we're interested now what they do is they tell us uh, my my kid needs a favor i gotta get my kid in this movie this marvel movie is gonna be a hit okay fine but you return the favor over here okay here we go so they keep that within the family uh-huh. instead of actually searching for anything new. if Because when there's less money and less opportunity and you have less pictures to make, they only make like a couple of movies versus dozens of smaller budget movies. Mm-hmm. You have to have more control over the product. Yeah. And you have to be like, you know, why bother finding a new kid that's a good actor when we can just make some one of our friends that we owe a favor because he got me this job interning over here, we can just keep this stuff in the family right here. Mm. If you have a group in power, they're going to they're gonna say, Oh, well, so we're gonna use our religion like a country club. And if you're not part of the club, then okay, you get your token award, you get your gold guy over here, but we get to feel good about it because look at who's actually making the product. Look at the names that come up at the end of these movies. They're not Smith, okay. Okay. I, I mean, look at it. I
0: mean, but I don't understand why... Why is that a... Why Why is that a, an issue? The Nepo thing I get, but, but... I'm not against the idea of a group of people having information... That they've learned through... Gener- that has been passed down through generations and then using that information to make a way in this on this bitch of an earth. You know what I mean? The the particular rant you went on, it seemed like you didn't you were like no, I don't think you were like that's a no from me. Not not the not the nepo stuff, which I completely understand and I'm also not a fan of. I don't like the nepotism stuff. But I am I don't really care if a culture has information that they have
1: maintained You know what I mean? Well, we have jobs in our society that people get based on skill. Uh, as much as I don't like LeBron James, he mm. can play basketball pretty damn well. Okay, and I believe me, I hate LeBron James more than you can possibly understand. Okay, well now so he, he now can we're play ball, and he deserves okay. to play some ball. Okay, we, you and me are on opposite
0: sides of the spectrum on this because I fucking I fucking hate the way LeBron James plays basketball, but
1: literally everything else he does, I swear to God, I love. Oh, I I don't like <laughs> his I don't like his uh, method of playing basketball, but he can play basketball we have roles like director of like Mm -hmm. a movie or something. There is no way to test out who can or can't direct a movie until after they've done it. And you've seen the movie and can tell it's good or not. We don't give those roles to anybody that's applying. We just say they're in the system here. Here's some favor we give this person. Now they're in, here we go. You're, Mm -hmm. you're the director. Now people, that could potentially direct are actually like wedding photographers because that's a, that's something they can control. They can't make themselves get the director job because they don't check the boxes that are in vogue right now, or they don't have the friend whose dad runs the studio or has some in as a lawyer to get these things done. An artist paints that
0: an artist paints, man.
1: Oh yeah. What I mean? Uh, So a director is going to direct. If you want to make movies, especially now it's so accessible. It is and it isn't. Unfortunately, technology makes it appear as though things are accessible. Getting to market is not nearly as uh, as easy as it is to actually create at this point. It's Do so much be- easier to make the product than it is to get people to see it.
0: Mm-hmm. Well, I'm an ideas guy. You know, I think it's super accessible to actually make a movie, but making a good movie, that's fucking hard. And that's where value is. Yeah. And I think if you make a good movie then it doesn't matter wh- whether your last name ends in fucking steen like you applied you implied so
2: what <laughs> you know i would what I say mean? about
1: and i've thought about making a video called like why you can't be a movie director in mm. part because the the movies are fading fast like something that's been with dude, us our whole life on, is going away quickly no it's not it oh, is there's always going to be a market for movies dude
0: always <laughs> These things stories- aren't going to go away
1: those stories are being turned into streaming series more often than feature films that go to the films that go to theater have to have something bankable behind them, be it Tom Cruise or a brand that has loyalty behind it. They don't, in some cases, horror is cheap enough and there is a thrill perspective that can be applied to early January horror movies making a hundred million dollars every year that can work. But, the rom-com, that stuff's dead. Like, a lot of these genres are completely gone. Mm-hmm. Uh, the action movie has one movie. John, John Wick is your action movie. In, in the 90s, you had an, a new action movie or three every week. Like, mm-hmm. there is stuff everywhere. The genres are dying because they, they don't bother to put those mid-budget films in theaters anymore. And in a lot of cases, there's not even that much demand for them to be exclusive to a streaming series or anything mm-hmm. they just put all their eggs in one basket and they say we're going to make this basket for everybody come see your star wars it has everything you want in it, it Makes a very <laughs> it's mitigated like, property doesn't it
0: yeah yeah but they're listen my first love was movies right when i was a, a really young kid i remember really wanting to make movies and i and for a long time i fell out of that And in the past few years, especially since movie theaters were taken away because of COVID, you know what I mean? Um, I really kind of fell back in love and found that there's a lot more to be seen that, that I had no idea because I only had this surface level... I wasn't in deep in movies i only had like the surface level like what's in theaters what are people talking about on twitter what's being reviewed by the youtubers that i watch but there's a whole world down there that no that that i didn't even know about so my question to you is like why and this kind of goes to everything why the pessimism like why are you so kind of pessimistic kind of about everything
1: I, i don't really get it there's there's not a whole lot to be excited about Like, uh, and besides when you do get your hopes up, what happens, things get disappointing, don't they? Like it's the, what excites me is the surprise. So I can't know about something ahead of time. I don't want for several years now, really, I have avoided movie trailers
2: Hmm. so
1: that I can be surprised by the movie. Yeah. And in too many cases, even if it, even if in one case, it isn't a lot of things get spoiled by the marketing campaign. A lot of times the twist is there. A lot of times they show the ending in the TV spot or whatever. So I just avert my eyes, and if I wanna check it out, I'll, I'll get to it. But that's the only way I'm gonna be entertained by that. I think that now we see more product than we see stories being told. Mm-hmm. We're not, they're not interested in giving us, hey, well, this is a, this is a, a the kind of joy you used to get out of a movie, like the, the excitement, like the twist, you didn't see that coming. Now that you've seen everything coming, you're just – they're more selling you what you paid for. Like you want to see lightsaber fights, you go to the Star Wars. Yeah. <laughs> Pe- people didn't go to Star Wars in 1977 for the Force or the lightsabers. It was more for the effects of the spaceships. But what do they give us less of each time? The spaceships. Hmm. Because once you see that stuff, where else can you go with it? Yeah. Uh, I think that now they're selling us the product that we – we have that brand loyalty to. So that's what we give the money to. And I don't like people saying, you know, the fry from Futurama, show up and give me, g- let me give you my money or whatever. Shut yeah. up and take my money, right? That's pretty topical. That's it, a pretty topical meme. It would be nice if they only got our money after we said it was good, but we can't, mm-hmm. we can't like it until after we've paid them. Yeah. In this way. So. The model is a little broken when it comes to gauging quality. A lot of things make money now for not being good. That is you know? that is such an interesting
0: thought that we can't... What's good doesn't necessarily deem what survives and what gets elaborated on.
1: Okay, well, I mentioned this movie Fall. You can't have a sequel to it. Oh, okay, they're going to go up another TV tower like they didn't learn the first time. <laughs> you can't build a franchise around that, but isn't it good to watch a two hour movie and know that you got the whole story rather than be baited into, well, we have to sit through the credits because it's going to tell us what's going to happen in six months in the next movie Mm -hmm. that the next like thing in the series. I hate that. I feel like we're watching a soap opera with some of these Marvel films as they try to connect to each other versus the old days where it was like Michael Keaton kicks some ass and he's ready to go home. In the Batmobile. All right, good. See yeah. you again in a few years, maybe. I liked it better when we didn't know more movies were coming out. Because you you knew, oh, this might be our only chance to see Arnold Schwarzenegger as the good Terminator here. Like, I mean, that could be the possibility here. Like, it's not special when you know, okay, so we signed Brie Larson up for five more movies. So this next one, you know, she's going to be fine in that one and survive it. So what matter? What does it matter? You know, we... Like, if you know more of them's coming, then what value do do what that you're presenting now, right? The value is Thanos. The value is the build up.
0: They're gonna build up something, in that in in movie form that may pay off in five to ten movies. It's just not everything has the legs that Thanos
1: did. You know
0: what I mean? Like, and it's interesting you brought up. Have Terminator. you seen that
1: new Ant Man where they're building up the new villain? Ten? I'm not too familiar. Yeah, I'm not too familiar with that. I've yeah, have Kind of checked out. I want
0: to, uh, let's, let's go back to Terminator real quick. So
1: it's interesting you said
0: surprise and then started to speak about when you know more is coming, that's an issue. And then how that kind of ties into surprise in context of
1: Terminator 2.
0: You know, I'm, I'm sure I don't have to tell you the, the first one, movie
1: that will ever be made Terminator uh, 2 Judgment Day. Continue,
2: it's a
0: fan- yeah. fantastic movie. So the first one, I've got to tell you, he's bad.
1: He's not a good, the whole movie is bad. Uh, and it's, it's a really good movie also. It's great. Obviously. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah And then Terminator 2 They're Obviously he's good And it was marketed mm-hmm. That he was good At the time Yeah But But it succeeds anyway But the, Well here's the thing The way that yeah. the, If you didn't watch Any trailers And went into the theater And you had only ever seen The first one Oh it would have watched, blown your
1: mind Yeah, yeah. Like, The
0: way that it's shot Is you don't know That he's The good Terminator Until he saves John Connor but even back then they threw the surprise away with a trailer. Yeah. beforehand. Even back the, then.
1: I mean, I believe me. I I could write dissertations on Terminator 2 specifically. I uh, yeah. I know um the te- the initial teaser trailer is the Terminator's coming back. Like he's being molded and it's like mm. he's coming online. There's no it's it, it's the perfect teaser trailer cuz it's not even in the film. It's not ruining anything that you would actually watch in the film. It's just the announcement that Arnold's back as the Terminator, get your ass ready. Yeah. The trailer with the voiceover, and you don't get trailers with voiceover anymore. You don't. Well, they're almost, Uh, they're cliche at this point, right? I mean. Trailers are almost entirely snippets from the film. There's no in a world. Like, they do that as like epic movie trailer voice, but it's a job that doesn't exist, Hmm. really. And when it is employed, it's for comedic value somewhere. It's something that's kind of spoofing trailers. Yeah. Uh. The trailer for Terminator 2 Judgment Day shows Arnold being the good guy. This time, he's here to protect him. You know, it's like, okay, you even said so. Yeah. Like. Like overtly. But, (laughs) yeah, and fortunately enough, the movie doesn't hinge on that surprise Mm -hmm. with you going to the theater, waiting 45 minutes and be like, yeah, we already knew he's the good guy. Yeah. A lot of movies hinge on that surprise. You certainly can't give out the surprise in the trailer if that's the case. Mm -hmm. I don't think James Cameron wanted them to do that. But I think Carlico, in their effort to like pre-book a whole shitload of theaters, they had to like give a more assured uh, stance on what people were buying Mm -hmm. instead of. And they were probably some concern that, well, if they thought the Terminator was going to be the bad guy, but he's not, we could have a revolt here maybe that was the case there, there, of (laughs) course, there are no such gambles taken with movies these days. Now they tell you everything you're going to see in the trailer, come see the movie. And I'm not too interested in that. So that's why I have to avoid the trailers, the TV spots, all of it.
2: Mm -hmm.
0: You make it a gamble. You force it to be a gamble.
1: I mean, if, if I'm reviewing the movie, I shouldn't have to have some conception based on the marketing beforehand. Right. Yeah, Like, I, I, I know John Wick can't die yet because this scene in the trailer hasn't happened, you know? So I know he's going to get out of this trap. Like mm-hmm. Things like that happen all the time, right? Well, it's interesting you bring up John Wick, right? Because it's current. I haven't seen the latest John Wick. I no, haven't seen it yet.
0: No spoilers, no spoilers, no spoilers. Okay. I will say, though, halfway through, there's a gay kissing scene with John and uh, the bodyguard. The body? Who's the bodyguard? Or not the bodyguard, the uh, concierge of the Continental. They make out halfway through.
1: Well, that would be surprising. Yeah, He just died, too, didn't he? Yeah, Lance Reddick, um, yeah. Yeah. You know, I get some shit for but I actually liked him in that Resident Evil Netflix series.
0: You know, I have a friend who actually probably just heard that and was like, whoa, because he did, too. He said it was the best part of that show.
1: <laughs> it, that, I mean, if we want to get into it on that Resident Evil series, that could have actually been good if it was... Two different shows or two different seasons, or something. There was, they had a, a very mitigated objective they were trying to pull off. So they jammed everything together and made a complete disaster. But yeah, what was the objective.
0: The, what, what was the objective?
1: It looks like they were trying to make a CW teenage with zombie type show. Oh, yeah. And then also give you the zombies in the future. We got the action. Mm. So we converged the timelines. Let's cut back and forth between the two. If the show started off with the girls going to live at like, you know, the Umbrella Headquarters town or whatever, and it slowly turns, they would have been like, oh, this isn't Resident Evil. Where are the zombies? Yeah. You know? So they had to front load it with, hey, there's zombie action, but wait a minute. We want to show you this other story too. Okay. Okay. I have something I want to ask you about, but let's talk about John Wick for a second. So,
0: minus the gay kissing scene halfway through. So there's... You're not pulling my leg on that? That actually happened?
1: Yeah. That seems pretty random. John Wick had a wife that died. I guess he's now open to whatever...
0: I am I am lying, but it did happen. So John Wick, okay. it's such an interesting surprise. The, the relationship, the audience, and I guess in your case, the critic, or in your case, the games journalist, if that's what Consumer you put that advocate. in. Your yeah. Consumer okay. advocate. Consumer yeah. advocate. Yeah. Maybe you should put that in the Resident Evil stream thumbnails
1: and then point to your face. It, it, would, it would be too niche. People <laughs> people are looking for game journalist fails. Like I put yeah. game journalists there because when I play something, people are like, you're playing game journalism difficulty like this is game journalism level like, you know, making yeah. fun. so I try to I try to like satirically th- turn that back around. So, try to get in on it. Yeah. Yeah. May as well. OK, so I know I'm doing a shit job with my stream, too, because I'm like, oh, man, it's a shame how long it took me to run through this area. Why, why do you spend time on the streams? Oh, one of my friends actually asked me to do it and he watched a little bit early But Mm. then he's like, no, I have to work. I can't catch all of it. But I'm like, well, I'll just push on. I bought the game. I may as well do the stream.
0: Yeah. Uh, Well, I feel like the the value you get out of the game is in the review. And like almost like because we joined and you just started reviewing it to us. And I want I want that review. I want you to prepare the review. And then we get it like a dish instead of like you're just like feeding onions to us. You know what I mean?
1: Well, if i had an active chat i would talk about whatever you know during the game or if it was another subject or whatever now to watch the stream afterwards yeah that's going to be i've always been against the idea of watching streams i'd rather play a game than watch somebody else play it but Mm -hmm. there certainly seems to be a market for watching people play a game if you have something insightful to say during it there's a level of interaction there that's easy to pull off you can quickly respond to comments and can't really respond to the comments while you know shooting the jog vlog or doing a commentary track things like that
2: yeah
0: so uh john wick <laughs> fuck <laughs> so john wick kissing scene halfway through not what we're talking about the point is the relationship that the audience has was surprise because i know i love the first three john wick movies i know what i'm gonna get from john wick four. i know Hundred percent. There's no doubt in my mind. What I'm
1: gonna get from John. But you didn't think you were getting a gay kiss, right? So that surprised you.
0: Well, you know, little they salt bayed the gay kiss halfway through, and I liked it. It was cool. But okay, so uh, I know I'm gonna get super, not just well choreographed fights, but the best choreographed fight scenes in the history of cinema. That's what I'm gonna get from John Wick, John Wick Four. I know, I know what I'm gonna get, but the idea is even if I know what I'm going to get I want to see what they do because they've been so creative with it in the past you know what I'm saying so the creative ways that John kills people and and fights you know and the, in the way in the creative types of assassins and characters that they bring in that's what I'm there for like how can they further elaborate on this formula because as far as I can tell after the third one there's it's not stale yet there's still more that can be done with this you know what I mean? So I'm not going in to be surprised. I'm going in for what I want, and then they creatively branch off of what I want. You know what I mean?
1: There is certainly that aspect. A lot of people, you know, they consume what what is marketed to them because of its honesty. And like now, back to Star Wars, Christ. Uh, <laughs> we You're watching Star Wars because you like Star Wars. But hmm. now, now there's probably more bad Star Wars movies than there are good ones. So do you I still would like say Star that, Wars. I'd say there's you only know? maybe that's two. That's the same good thing ones. with the Terminator. There's two good Terminator movies. I don't hmm. even know what the hell that shit's after that, right? Yeah. Are am am I a Terminator fan? Maybe not, because most of the movies are bad. Mm-hmm. So I mean, that's one way to look at. it. And I don't like to be a fan of anything because if you're a fan, you can't be critical of the next course of action because you, you're you
0: already mm. blinded by being a fan. I'm a huge Silent Hill fan, and I am very critical of
1: everything they do. <laughs> I have unfortunately not played enough Silent F- uh, Hill. I played the original game for a brief period, rented it at a blockbuster, got kind of freaked out when a bunch of midgets stabbed me in the kneecap in a school,
2: mm-hmm.
1: and was like, I I don't know what the hell to do about that. I just kind of walked away. That yeah. Games back then were actually scarier, mm. because... And I, this was around the time I I had played Resident Evil Two for the first time, like early '98. It that, you know, you're going from Mario collecting stars to here's a cop bleeding out. Take my gun and kill these zombies for me. Mm-hmm. It was like uh, they don't do this shit on Nintendo, man. This is no. some this is that hard shit. shit. Yeah, yeah. P- PlayStation was like. This is this isn't the kids' toy console is no. kind of the way that was looked at. Yeah. yeah. I think that you like the John Wick movies in part because they're it's the only action show in town. So they're going to attract all the top action stuff. They're mm-hmm. gonna get the best stunt guys. They're gonna they're gonna really and it's not like the MCU, we have to have a John Wick movie every six months to lead to the next John Wick. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of thought and downtime to go into prepping this to yeah. make sure that it's exciting when you step away from movies being uh an art form and just some product that has to get out by the deadline like the mcu and their highly mitigated disastrous special effects that are rushed
2: mm-hmm.
1: yeah you, i'm i am not inclined to say that the mcu is really movies it's something that it's something that exists in the form of a movie but it does not strike me as a movie
0: yeah it's like a
1: funko pop you watch it, it, it is definitely something being churned on a conveyor belt that they're paying a lot of money for that shouldn't be worth as much as it is, I guess. Right? What
0: is your favorite game of all time?
1: Halo if... 2. Woo! You know what? I might be right up there with you. I, I love that I, game. I know a lot of people prefer 1 and 3. Mm-mm. 1 is so damn good that oh, yeah. it's hard to say 2 is better. But I will say this you can't play halo 2 anymore you had to have played it in like 2004 2005 2006 on the original xbox Mm -hmm. with xbox live that was halo 2 that game does not actually exist anymore that game made online console gaming entirely possible if not for halo 2 we we could be in a different area as far as console online gaming goes it changed
0: everything changed everything did you did you get to play that on early xbox live no i'm not early i played the campaign uh in like 2009 on xbox but i was literally nine years old
1: every feature we like about online gaming was created with halo 2 Mm. grouping up with people talking to people everybody had a headset because the only way they had xbox live was to buy the kit that included the headset Mm -hmm. now I play overwatch. Nobody's talking to each other. We all, we all can afford headsets or something, but our console doesn't come with them. They can get on the system without using a headset. And if they do put the headset on, they're going to be a dick to everybody. Yeah. In back in the original Xbox, this was before everybody learned you could get away with being a dick to everybody online. Yeah. You were actually trying to make friends. I have friends on my friend list still haven't played with them in ages, but I made better friendships over on halo two than I did any game. Yeah. That's damn sure.
0: You know, this, this is so interesting because voice chat, this is something I've thought a lot about is, is, um, you know, I don't know if you ever played Warzone, call of duty, right? Call of duty for console gaming was the most toxic thing for so many years, right?
1: Oh, I've, I've heard of these things. Yeah. I'm familiar yeah. with the concept.
0: So and then Warzone comes out, and it's a 150-man battle royale, and there's no more, in my opinion, no more intense, quick, sh- in terms of intensity per 45
1: minutes. It changes the game. Yeah, right. yeah, I if, get what you're saying.
0: If you're top 15, it went from an 10, arena
1: shooter to more of a a battle royale. I, I prefer the arena shooter style. Yeah, even though I know it's a declining, uh, you know, game mode essentially, right?
2: yeah
0: i mean there will always be a market for it but i'm talking more about how how that kind of you know battle royale intensity affects the people playing it right and you don't think about communication in those moments right but so they do warzone 2 last year when modern warfare 2 came out again (laughs) for the second time (laughs) Talk to going back to rehashing but yeah the warzone component still 150 people still the same intensity but these these maniac developers and i love it i I love that they did this they went full proximity chat so you can talk to people who are close to you on the other team you don't have to be in the team or not team or not yeah
1: i started hearing about this a week ago like i saw these memes about the proximity chat there was proximity chat in halo and halo 2 yeah when you played locally but i never saw it after Mm -hmm. That in games that I played, it was always team chat, party chat. you know,
0: it's mostly a survival game
1: thing like Daisy Rust. Um, I'm trying, I I don't think I mean, I can see where it's applicable, you know, it's realistic if you want to go that route and you're within shouting range, so you can hear them, right? So, exactly. And
0: I always thought that was really cool. And so, when Warzone 2 came out, I spent probably about four days just proximity chatting having so much fun with my friends you know get a soundboard blast some music you know what i mean shoot at yeah. people talk shit put like an effect on your voice we're all playing on pc so we put we, we'll put like a pilot effect on the guy flying the heli hang out blasting fortunate that's fun that's like fun you know to us and to have hear people like laughing and enjoying it and stuff after a little while i started to notice that the streamers we're disabling proximity chat because it messed with well, the efficiency. It messed
1: with their stream, yeah. Yeah, it messed with... I mean, it, you can also get them demonetized. Exactly. You know, now you got this random element shouting uh, Nazi slogans or whatever, like, boom, yeah. your channel's gone. Yeah. And and now it's completely
0: gone. Well, it, it's still in, but everybody has it disabled. Everyone. No one uses yeah. it anymore. It's crazy. And I, I feel like they don't know what they have. And it's almost like... It's almost like handing a kid a loaded gun. You know what I mean? Like, they don't know what the fuck to do with it. Giving the COD community proximity chat in Warzone is 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 insane, but it's perfect. It's so insane that it is such a risk that it, it it's perfect for them. But, you know, we can't have anything good. So everybody disables it.
1: <laughs> yeah, I find that if you... I I play a lot of Overwatch. Mm. The nights that end with me feeling good about playing Overwatch are few and far between. <laughs> you can make friends for an hour, yeah, and win games. But as soon as you start losing, everyone's blaming each other, mm-hmm. and then by the end of it, you hate each other. So you're better off having not talked to anybody. Just go do your thing, play your tank role, play your damage, whatever. Do your thing and just move on. Because you can't make friends in the environment that we've carved out for ourselves. Yeah, I get
0: that. Yeah. Well, hey, man, that's yeah. that's that's just the nature, dude. I feel like we're all kind of, as a culture, really competitive and we all want to win.
1: Yeah, it's good to win, but uh, it's it seems damaging that we just kind of view people as like these temporary teammates like this. I've, I mean, even people I've, I've won with, we ended the night good. You play with them again. Happened Jimmy, just yesterday. This kid just, I, I'm i like, hey, you got to heal that guy over there. And he's like, I'm not a heel bot. Flipped out on me. Everybody <laughs> else started screaming at me. He left the game. Everybody's blaming me for this. It's like, yeah, I know how this is going to go down, but I tried to make the nice suggestion to the new guy, and this is what I get for it. So if I never met him, never talked to him, I would have won a bunch of games without him. Mm. You know, like... So it's just so much easier to not communicate with people in team-based games, oddly enough. Yeah, you know, I think um, that's why people are interested in single-player stuff because you don't have to put up with obnoxious kids ruining shit for you. Uh,
0: I wanted to ask you, actually, speaking of single-player stuff, are
1: you, um,
0: are you looking at the Silent Hill Two remake? Um,
2: Do you think so you'll play what's the it? deal
1: with that? Is Konami farming that out to a different, to like a dev team, and then yeah. just kind of sticking their name on it? Um yeah, they're publishing
0: the remake which is being developed by right, yeah. Bloober team who did Layers of Fear.
1: Um, they've did something else I've done. Observer, okay. maybe? Well, Layers of Fear. Blair Witch is Blair Witch. I actually liked that. That was I did too. A, that some of these movie tie in games are actually getting to be good mm-hmm. because in the NES day, the Super Nintendo day, Sega Genesis, if it was a property, it had a game, whether yeah. it needed it or not. Home Improvement, the game. Nickelodeon Guts, the game. Whatever. Now, they don't make the games for stuff. So they when they do, they've put some thought into it. That Blair Witch game was pretty effective. Yeah, it, I'd say that too. It, did, Oops. It, it felt scary. It didn't feel like... Um, you know, it actually expanded on the lore of the that first movie in a way that it felt good. It felt related to it. You know, like I had a better understanding of everything,
2: mm-hmm.
1: whether or not it's canon. Uh, that felt good. So, if they're overseeing a franchise I haven't actually played much of, I would say you're probably, if you're a Silent Hill fan, I think you're in pretty good hands. Well, as far as that
2: goes.
0: yeah, I wanted to ask you because I'm thinking. I've been a Silent Hill fan for a really long time. This is probably going to be the entrance for a lot of people into the series. This particular remake. So, are you, or what's your plan here? Are you gonna?
1: I would rather play one first in some capacity. Well, I, I
0: understand playing one in some capacity, but two, the reason they're remaking two is because it's out of the grander. It was a PlayStation context,
1: Two game, right?
0: Yeah, and out of the grander context of the series, it doesn't uh, connect to either game, to one okay. or. I was to any worried about
1: that because frequently i see two and three as like a bundle sale in the xbox store and i'm like man i would get that if i had played one or if one was available and i knew the reason one or i assumed the reason one isn't available it was a playstation these are playstation 2 they're sort of hd remastered mm-hmm. and i've thought about playing them but i thought would i just be too disconnected if i if i jumped in at this point for three you would be But two. So you're saying I could start at two? You could just play two and then be fine. So it's almost like a Final Fantasy. Like you get these high numbers, it's a little daunting to be like, oh, I don't want to jump in into the series in fifteen. Yeah. You know, but they're all their own story, so it kind of works. If you knew that, I guess it would work out. But
0: with Silent Hill, everything's contextual. One and three are connected. Two is not connected to anything. Four is not connected to anything. It's like I'm just recommending, dude. I think you should play the remake.
1: the town's called Silent Hill, right? Like, don't they share a geography? Yeah, they they share a location,
0: but the stories are different. And not even okay. geography, I would say. So,
1: would you advise that I should pick up that bundle of two no. and three? It ha- have you played it and it's not authentic to the original? Or yes. Or has issues? Yes. Not as good thinking. as the original PlayStation 2 version? It's
0: uh, Silent Hill 2 remake. Or not Silent Hill 2 remake. Silent Hill 2, the HD collection version, is a bad yeah. port. It's not good. Okay, and if if you're gonna go out and I would just wait for the remake. But I want to hear your thoughts on it.
2: <laughs> That's why we're in a
1: we're in a kind of bad place where we're throwing our money at the remake of the game we already like. Yeah, like is doesn't this lead to a dangerous path if Resident Evil Four remake gets Game of the Year? Now all the publishers are like, well, now we can only do remakes. Like, let's do Capcom. We're like, well, remake Street Fighter Two. You we, know. I've, As they have six out, right? But I I would like to see new and exciting things happen. There is way more potential in the indie game space than there is in the indie film space. Oh, yeah. You could potentially make either for about the same money. You're not going to get the distribution for anybody to watch your movie. You can put it up on YouTube for free, people aren't going to watch it even. But if you put a game out, that's good an indie game people the word gets around and people play and you it works out for you yeah as it kind of did eventually for me with undertale Mm -hmm. even if the product's good in a game it it gets played the movie even though you'll be able to watch that movie 50 years later it doesn't need to be ported to another system or something it will just be lost in the ether it'll just be another thing that nobody cared about
0: Mm -hmm. yeah on the topic of remakes, I understand Resident Evil kind of stagnating. I don't know if you ever
1: played three remake, the
0: remake of I three. I bought it, but I
1: haven't gotten to it. I bought it cheap, like mm-hmm. eight bucks. Uh, I also picked up five and six begrudgingly. Yeah, friends wanted me to stream those also. So that may be a thing that I do if I you know hate myself for a particular week (laughs) Yeah, I hated five so much when I played the demo. It got me to quit gaming for six months
2: Whoo, I
1: I played the demo of five and I hated it. So I'm like this isn't right. Oh my god. I I can't game anymore Mm -hmm. I'm gonna go do something else like I'll just watch movies tonight Yeah, like that's the kind of effect it had on me I might be so past the point where something can piss me off like that now Cause I'm just I'm so accustomed to that level of pissed off, yeah. That I'll just stay there, I guess. So, so yeah. So five and six are those not worth playing or? Um, what? I mean,
0: they're they're neither of them are very good. You probably had the right response, not liking five. I don't know. I, I don't really like those games, but it's clearly
1: all... they will get to remaking those in a way in a way that twists the canon and gets it going in a direction that the audience is going to be more receptive to.
0: That is a terrifying thought. Yeah. That's actually the scariest thing you've said this entire podcast. <laughs> okay. Well,
1: I, I think they are going to change the the canon for that series going to connect in a way that they want. Though yeah. they do have seven and eight, you know, ahead of it. So maybe we don't get that that five and six remake as soon. I would have, I, I I said it in my video, Code Veronica is sitting there telling a story few people seem to have played. Mm-hmm. Really being a main series game without a number in the title. Yeah. But looking like garbage and playing worse than garbage.
2: Woo! And that's the
1: game that needed some love. You're fucking spitting, Vaughn.
2: <laughs> God
1: that damn. game needed love way more than four. Four was beloved and you could still play it, it was fairly modern. Yeah. But that game, man, Code Veronica, Cheap Death City was mm. what they could have named that.
0: Mm hmm. Nice. You owned them. That's a that's a great point. I used to be against the Code Veronica remake, but literally, you just changed my mind. I think we should remake Code Veronica.
1: <laughs> Code Veronica, you give it a similar treatment. You take away the quick time bullshit, the gotcha deaths. Mm-hmm. There, you know it is there. If you played re2 recently and then played i mean the re2 remake and then played re4 remake it would feel so different despite having similar controls because mm-hmm. there are so few zombies to fight compared to what's going on in this village yeah. even there's enough there's pff, shit, the village has way more zombies enemies than the entire resident evil 2.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Re, resident evil 1 resident evil 2 remake put together surely it's okay. a whole different breed of game right there Code oh, yeah. Veronica would have to make that kind of change, too. It'd have to lean more action movie. I think that if you look at the cinematics in Code Veronica, that that is where they started taking the series in the movies. They, oh, yeah. The mov- the movies got this weird, too-cool-for-school action, kick-ass chick vibe thing going, and they're doing the same sort of thing in Code Veronica. They just couldn't pull it off in the gameplay.
0: Yeah. for It's a Dreamcast game in 2000. You can't exactly... Yeah yeah there's that whole but it's amazing
1: how much better the gamecube looks with four than the dreamcast game dreamcast can do with code Veronica, it looks like a whole different generation
0: yeah It's crazy okay so i have some things that i have i have to rattle off to you okay that i just have to ask you about before because we're coming up on three hours so okay. i want to just get yeah, these yes I, I just want to get yeah, these we off are. so um all right
1: joe rogan let's do this
0: let's talk about the jog vlog how did that originate? How did you f- figure that out?
1: I watched a movie, and I'll have to give you a link. Was it Star Wars? Because it's, it's hard to find, because there's another movie from the same year with the same title. <laughs> I think it's called Worm, <laughs> W-O-R-M, 2013. Okay? okay. There's two movies out there. This one, the full movie, is available on YouTube. It's actually really good. This is an indie guy made a movie on a GoPro attached to him the mm-hmm. whole movie one one take okay It's actually really good. I thought it was so brilliant uh, I kind of wanted to do something with that also. I turned so I approached a company that makes a harness for first person uh, footage and you see it in use. you approached them like things. in the street? Uh, Yeah, I shivved them in the shower at the (laughs) county jail. Yeah. No, But they sent sent me a harness, and I twisted it around and put it on my back and tried to tell a third-person perspective movie, a short film. Hmm. And I thought it turned out okay. It was, like, ultra cheap, $20 budget. Like, I tried to – and it's not a strict narrative. It's a bit of an experimental film. Oh, yeah. But I thought, you know, I can do more with that too. Like, I can probably apply this to – the YouTube vlog setup. up. I can go and instead of just sitting down and being boring, I can like take this outside, burn some calories in the process. Though a lot of times, and it's been a while since I got out and done anything, the, the weather doesn't agree with me. It's either too hot or too cold. Yeah. And also everybody complains. Why are you jogging? Why are you running? Instead of like listening to what I'm saying, all the comments, I'm just, it's just, why are you doing this? And it's, a lot of it is, I'm trying to show people you don't have to make the same type of video as everybody else.
0: Okay, listen, though. Okay, Vaughn, all right. I love the jog vlog, but I don't, I, I love it because it is such an ineffective way to convey information. You hear the like, the, oh, it like, is. It's a workout. <laughs> well, it's a workout. But you know what? But
1: <laughs> I, I, I run a lot further not thinking about the run because I'm busy thinking about. Ranting about Goldeneye or something. Yeah, like that. That dis- that distraction right there. I've I've covered so many more miles than I ever would actually running. Uh uh-huh. But that. But the the wild the wild part is for the viewer. It is just so hard. Thumping sounds. Yeah. Enjoy. Jar- the technology <laughs> has winded. caught up with me though. The technology is <laughs> has, has caught up with me. The stabilization is there now. So you we think have, you were we ahead of your mics? time? You were, when you oh, started yeah. the vlog you were ahead of your time it, it no i'm not ahead of my time in the sense that anybody else is doing it mm. but the technology wasn't there to do it the way you can now mm. that's for sure now we have disabled the thump can be mitigated oh did i lose you nope. oh you, you paused there. okay oh hello Yeah. can you hear me I oh think yeah we, sorry about that i think it's stalled for a sec but okay the technology has made it way more viable i look at the old stuff and you can't hear it It's the wind's like it's crazy <laughs> yeah i've i've gotten better equipment the, the equipment has caught up and we're we're now ready for a legion of jog vlog influencers you know like if only yeah i would i, I wouldn't you know for a while there i thought some hot chick is going to rip this off and get all the attention everybody's going to think she invented it at this point, I wouldn't mind other people doing it, though. Like, I'd like to turn the keys over to somebody else to, here, here's here's a thing I tried. You see what yeah. you can do with it. Why don't you I DM some hot ladies, dude? If you're a hot chick and you don't mind talking about MCU five days a week, you can make a million dollars in a year on YouTube. No problem. But then you do it jogging. You, you do it jogging talking. with uh, a, a sports bra that's a little loose, maybe. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Bikini, whatever. Like, yeah, they're butt ass be naked. Fuck that. it. Uh, you won't get monetization on YouTube. See, I'm
0: thinking, see, now you're 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 in this you're in oh, this box. You're thinking
1: not YouTube. Yeah.
0: You know? Oh yeah. I'm thinking fansly. Yeah. <laughs> I'm <laughs> dude, I'm thinking outside the fucking box. Okay. Um all right, I wanted to ask you this. You have you are so interesting to me as a creator because you elicit reactions from other creators who make videos about
1: you and this has happened multiple times yeah uh, i don't actually i don't typically watch those but, um, but i was gonna ask you I know, about that too. I know they come up sometimes i i fell into the problem of actually watching and and making a war about it mm-hmm. and i have regrets about doing that because really to win the the content creator game you have to like ignore everybody you have to ignore your fans like you have to put yourself in like this uh unreachable area like my problem is i respond to comments that's your first problem if you're going to get into this don't respond to comments yeah make it seem like make it seem like you have to also be a big creator just that just to get my reaction you know
0: i think there is value in responding to comments i kind of disagree
1: with you there if if your content was uh, universal fluff, or, or like not not fluff, but like something everybody can relate to, something fun, harmless. Responding to the comments is fine. If you if you are taking a stance, avoid the comments.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Ben Shapiro does not answer the comments. Yeah, that's that's how he succeeds. You, you can't be getting yourself into the little fights there. That's now, all he succeeds about. That's it, the only way he succeeds. Is he doesn't well, answer. It's the comments. That's not the only way. It's
0: one of the mil- million ways. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but. I don't mind people making the video now about me, whatever they're saying, because then it does get people to kind of check out what I said. The yeah. issue I, I was having was people were misinterpreting what I said to their audience who then believes them and then just assumes that's what I said. And so everybody's saying you said that, of uh, uh, hollow Knight. What, what did they, how do they put it? Hollow night came out before, uh, Ori 2 or something. I'm like, I didn't say that in this way. And that's what bothered me was people being able to put out the misinformation and then mm. get everybody to believe it. Yeah. Even though this, the information, what my video is actually out there. They don't see that. They just go, okay, that's a video out there for me to comment on. I don't need to actually watch it. Mm-hmm. I got the information from that guy who told me to go there and, and spit hate. Exactly.
2: So. Yeah.
0: The Hollow Knight one is probably the biggest instance of 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 you being yeah, the topic of a video. Other
1: stuff lately, but I can't remember what it was. I don't think it was Hollow Knight. There was a there was a
0: dude that I I watched the video. I don't remember what he was talking about, but he was talking about you and I just remember thinking the dude was really not funny and not charismatic and it was really embarrassing cuz I feel like you I don't find you embarrassing. I don't. I think some people might they look at your content, and they see how open you are when you speak, and how you just do it unapologetically, and they would look at that, and they would get secondhand embarrassment. When I watch your videos, I don't get that. I, I don't get that, because I understand that I, I, you're not, I don't think you're putting on a character. You're being honest when you make these videos. You say openly, I didn't finish the game, I'm, but I'm still going to do the review. That's that's like minute two and that's that's two and a half minutes in. You're like, I haven't finished the game. My
1: my competition wouldn't tell you that they beat the game or that they got it in advance or got paid for this review. Like they'll they're going to be sneaky about that stuff. Yeah. But you would think that being honest about it would win you over more favor than it does in in, in in practice. Really, it's it's that's what's so interesting about you is.
0: You have a personality. You are a, a a huge personality. I don't know if you see yourself like that, but it, it just is fact. Your personality
1: drips on everything that you make at all times. The stuff that I'll you put sit, that in my resume. That sounds good. <laughs>
2: yeah, just
1: uh, piss all over my everything I make.
2: Yeah, add <laughs>
1: add my own seed to it. Whatever. <laughs> yeah. I,
0: yeah. So it's just interesting to me to see somebody see you and then try to leverage you to prop themselves up because I was actually about to say you do not engage in creator war because I like you said it's you can't at least you feel that you can't which I also feel that way creator war is not what am I going to do beefing with a fucking channel with 500 subscribers you know what I mean like that's so kind of dumb and I feel like these people Are actually embarrassing themselves when they react to you, and they, yeah, it feels
1: weird because I'm not big enough to start a fight with. Like, you're not gonna get, instead, your five viewers are gonna be like, Who's that guy? Like, that's gonna be the real reaction, yeah. But if it's over a brand that they like, like this guy, you know, it's because I didn't like Hollow Knight, now you can get the people that like Hollow Knight to hate me, yeah, not. Because I'm just that guy that this girl hates so mm-hmm. much. That's the reason why. Yeah. So they're not coming in because they hate me. They're coming in to defend the honor of hollow Knight, who mm-hmm. can't who can't speak up for themselves because it's a game, right? I think that when it comes to like uh, the creator stuff, I will point out when someone is gaming the system, doing the grift and and try to provide examples, I don't expect them to also come back at me or say anything. I, and I would assume that because that's not their brand, they're just going to keep doing what they do. You know, continue the grift instead of pointing out to their fans. Oh, by the way, so this guy may tell you that we're lying to you and all this, but don't listen to him. They're not going to go that far yeah. because then they're going to expose themselves. They're not even going to They gonna have the bigger fan base. No one's going to notice if I point it out. They acknowledge it. Now, shit's, now things are turning for them right there.
0: Yeah. Okay on the topic of other creators now the creators that have acknowledged you g-man lives he commented on your stand-up reel can we talk stand-up for
1: yeah for a he just he deleted that right yeah. after he commented it but i was able to like screen cap some of it i'm like mm. this little asshole from australia with hannah gadsby <laughs> holding the flag for your country you're gonna tell me about comedy yeah i think that a lot of people get comedy wrong on uh youtube when it when it comes to trying to do it for YouTube, mm-hmm. you see people uh, try to do the sketch in front of their review or something like this or, or have a framework around it. Yeah. And a lot of it totally fails, and it just makes you go, skip ahead, get to the review. I don't want to hear this trash. You know, get on with it. Mm-hmm. There are a few people that, that fairly succeed at it, but they're not doing the comedy sketch. They're doing more, uh, and I'm talking about Red Letter Media,
2: mm-hmm.
1: where they set up their half in the bag as like a framework, like it's a sitcom that has this framework narrative to get to, here's here's a review of the latest movies as told by these VCR repairmen. Most creators that try to even go about this don't have what it takes. They don't have the budget or manpower or the sensibility to pull it off. And so they just give you bad comedy efforts. And a lot of them, they it's even less than that. Critical Drinker. I can't say anything funny, but I can sure show you J. Jonah Jameson laughing, and that's the cue to you to laugh. I, uh, that's lazier than that even. That's mm-hmm. no effort at all. That's just plug-and-play comedy right there. Just insert a clip. Uh, I, I see no value in that whatsoever. So I have a serious beef with people who go that route. Yeah. Well, they're not funny. Stand-up there, comedy on, on YouTube, though, that is that is only viable if you're already a name and well, you can okay. get people to check you out for your stand up.
0: You are talking about stand up comedy on YouTube. I just want to talk to you about your stand up because I've never done it and when I watch you do it, I don't I I don't know what I, like it's impossible to describe the feeling that I have. You, with all due respect, you don't make me laugh. But I can't stop watching. It's so strange. so talk can you talk about your stand up like what do you what do you what's the preparation before you go on stage and do this material?
1: though, I go over it, you know, in my head, I work it out i I don't necessarily do a video mentioning some of the bits, but sometimes I do sprinkle in bits in video
2: mm-hmm.
1: um like was it you who said that the um no, there was a comment I got today about the the origin of LeBron James in my phone posit video mm. that I shared. And they are like, Yeah, you we should put that in the stand up. And I'm like, Oh, I've thought about it, but if you're gonna do a story, you have to have more time to lull in the the goodwill of the audience. You have to have gone thirty minutes and now we can give you this big story with a payoff at the end. Yeah. When you're doing open mic, it has to be set up punchline repeatedly. Like mm-hmm. And I don't always try to tell that joke. Sometimes I work like three jokes into a five-minute set, and I think that they complement each other. I like to have all of these uh, elaborate callbacks so that things tie together.
2: <laughs> do you? Feel... When the crowd
1: is drunk, that doesn't work out too well. It's like nah, too much. I have to. Rem- I don't remember that, and then things kind of fall apart. So do, do you that can't feel... happen. Do you feel the discomfort from the audience when you're there on stage? I... I generally get, like, among the most laughs any given night. It doesn't always pick up in uh, in the microphone on a phone or something like that. Um, but generally, it seems to go pretty well. A lot of times I go up first. And most of the times that I've uh, I post a video on YouTube, that's me going up first before anybody's been liquored up or warmed up or anything. Because I like to get that out of the way And kind of just say my piece and then watch what everybody else does without Mm. having to be like build any anxiety over it. I used to have really pretty hard stage fright. Like when I was an independent film festival programmer, I had to, on the festival, go up, stand up on stage, introduce the movie, do like a little interview with the filmmakers, things like that. And I would get so much anxiety over just. Oh, I have to say all the names of the sponsors. I'm gonna mess that up. Here's even if I had the paper on me, whatever. Uh, that just used to really get to me. But talking on video more and and also doing that live in front of people got me to where I was more comfortable on stage. Hmm. So yeah, a lot of if you're seeing not a lot of reaction, a lot of that is one, when you watch like stand-up and like a special, they mic up the crowd. So like all the laughs in the crowd, no matter where they're seated, you, you that gets picked up, mm-hmm. but I'm going up there first also before, and I'm trying to get people before they're too liquored up to not be able to get the callbacks or the references. And in the many yeah, cases,
0: reference like Star Trek and shit in front of these bartenders or these bar yeah. patrons
1: that I mean you got, it's gotta be so broad of reference that's not broad, and relatable to the area. That's not That's broad. what I'm saying. It has to be broad, or it's not going to be that effective. But I want to tell a Star Trek joke for the audience. Uh, I think a lot of my stuff would work better for an audience of the internet than the audience that is provided in a town. Yeah. At, in at eight p.m. on a given night. Yeah. That's that's the thing. So I can, I have bits I can tell about Overwatch. That's not going to work in Kansas at all. Like to to whatever audience shows up there, it would work at BlizzCon. Like that would make sense.
0: Do you think you could headline <laughs> BlizzCon? If, oh, if that they wouldn't actually...
1: work. They'd they'd get upset. They'd Why? get upset over my Winston joke. That's for sure. Can you tell? Can you tell your Winston joke? The um. So, I tell this when I, I'm playing with kids on Xbox, and the setup is you're going to almost have to know your Overwatch pretty well. I do. I play. It's to work, okay. I'm a Mercy so, man, actually. <laughs> well, you know how a few years ago they had that. Uh, pink angel skin for mercy for, and like if it's $20, it goes to the breast cancer research. Well, they're doing the Harambe skin for Winston, and it's $20 and it goes to the World Wildlife Fund. Mm-hmm. And then some kid will be like, Really? Really? Well, what's it look like? I'm like, Well, basically, uh, Winston's naked and his gun is a small black boy, and the electricity comes out of his fro, but it's for a good cause. It's for a good cause. And they, yeah, people the kids they'll be like huh what really like I just love that reaction of them believing that and then some people laugh I've always gotten a pretty good response out of that I think I triggered one chick once but uh, she got triggered oh yeah there was somebody got triggered about it that was probably because I said small black kid but hey black kid went down and saw tried to shake hands with Farambe that's that's how it happened I'm not making that up so I think it kind of works out Blizzard would not want that being said at BlizzCon, clearly.
0: Yeah. <laughs> okay, so, alright. I watched your 10-part how to do stand-up.
1: I'm trying to remember what I said there. When I come up with rules for stuff, I want to make sure that they're... Because uh, like when people give rules for how to things a lot of times it's like yeah but you can do this instead Mm -hmm. so you want to make sure that it's definitely a rule and not just a suggestion But, but yeah I can't remember what I said there exactly run it by me
0: um you just went over you know you gotta do a callback you explained callbacks uh you explained that if the crowd is a certain age You have to hit them with an age-appropriate reference. Um, I mean that makes sense, right? That mean yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, everything you said makes sense. But I feel like at about part six, you started to talk about tour. I think you started to talk about touring and everything after that. I feel like you. I don't think you probably ever done. So I don't know if you had the authority to speak on that stuff.
1: Oh, I can't remember what I said. I'd make so many things Tour, I don't remember. What.
0: Touring, specials, college circuit. Um, you ever done any of that? Because <laughs> you were talking about that, and no, I was like, oh, I've, wow, this is kind of uh, crazy if Vaughn if has gone on. If Vaughn's no, done an hour-long special.
1: I've done, like, openers for people who are touring, hmm. and, like, uh, and they may... I'm not sure if shot the special, because a lot of times the specials shot over the course of two nights at the venue, Yep. and if something goes awry, they put it together. I would be so awful at a special, because my hair looks different every day, no matter what. Like, <laughs> I can't comb it the same way twice. It looks good today, I've got, hey. I've got something going up back here today, but...
0: You've got a nice yeah.
1: hairline, man. You really do. Kind, I guess for my age, that's about what I got going for me, isn't it? You're what, like 22. Thirty eight. Oh. Really? You're thirty yeah. eight?
0: Yep. <laughs> you know, that is uh for thirty eight, you should really be thankful every day for your hairline. Seriously.
1: Well, um yeah, my grandfather I who I mostly look like got kept his hair till he was dead at about eighty. So wow. I've got that to look forward to.
0: Congratulations. You know, um, have you ever considered that you you look to me like an advertisement in the 50s you look like a dude in a suit next to a wife with oven mitts on and two kids and there's like the checkerboard red and white that's what you look like to me i feel like that's what you were born to play
1: that role uh i've got like uh i for a time i looked a lot like mel gibson and then right after that everybody hated mel gibson so then it made me really hateable. They'd be like, there's something about this guy I don't like. Yeah. I look like Mel Gibson in the Road Warrior, of the Road Warrior. Mm-hmm. But I've got these like low eyebrows that are always getting into my eyes. It just look pissed, resting bitch face nonstop. So um, if I try to look excited, I like look, I don't know, caffeine or something. It's its an awful look for me either way. <laughs> I look terrible in a suit for that yeah. matter. So I just kind of look look awkward no matter what I'm doing. It's great
0: do you okay let's let's present a hypothetical um let's say i you know this podcast we in however long we have a we have money would you if i shot it and paid for it would you do an hour-long comedy special
1: i mean i've done an hour before so I is it it anywhere on youtube no it isn't no it was mm-hmm. at a, a theater in a small town
0: okay but uh, so if i were to just in, insane impossibility but if i were to get the laugh factory for a night would you do an hour would you headline the laugh factory and let me shoot the special
1: yeah why not i mean it, what's it costing me you know you can't nothing. turn that down yeah, yeah nothing
0: so. it cost nothing you'd probably have to fly yourself out to la you ever been to la
1: no, I've been to LA. No, mm. have you? Uh,
0: once or twice, not many to not many times. Yeah,
1: see, I went to California briefly, don't that was kind of a crossing coming out of like Las Vegas mm. for some reason, but on a car trip, yeah.
0: Um, okay, so all right, I got two more questions, okay? The one I'm gonna keep for the end, but this one, I don't, listen. I gotta come clean. I should have said this right at the beginning, okay? And I need to reiterate: this is not a gotcha interview. It's just not. It just isn't. I'm here to talk. I'm just here to have a conversation. But you and me, we have history. Do you okay. do, do you remember who I am? You never saw my face, I don't think, unless you, never you really saw look. your face. Yeah. If you if you if you don't want to guess anymore, I can just tell you.
1: <laughs> um, go ahead and tell me.
0: I'm gonna tell you. I'm gonna tell you my story. Okay, so, um, in 2020, during the pandemic, I was working on a video, talking about a video, a couple of video games. Metro, uh, Super Metroid, Castlevania, and Hollow Knight. Okay. I, had, I had to play these games For the video To write the script Talking about them I played Hollow Knight On live stream I was sick with strep throat That day I had really bad strep throat But I stuck it out Played Hollow Knight On live stream Halfway through the stream yeah. I realized that I didn't like Hollow Knight I was like Fucking Hollow Knight sucks <laughs> I can't far, I hate this How far into in Hollow
1: Knight were you though? Um, like, I was pretty far in Hmm. it's pretty far in but
2: much it should like be you, good by
1: that point though like i mean in most people's eyes right like yeah. you got to where it got good you weren't at the boring beginning repetitive part i th- it, i'm talking about my personal opinions on hollow Knight. now this doesn't have anything to
0: do story but i it's just the platforming i'm not good at i'm just not good at platformers number one and that's a really challenging game so i'm just shit at it and it just doesn't mesh with my brain chemistry the art style doesn't really do anything for me. I can appreciate it, but it doesn't really like, like sparks in here. But okay. Yeah, I understand. Yeah. So I realized I don't like it and I go, oh no, I'm going to have to say I don't like it in the video. And that is a, you know, that's a fucking nightmare that can make you notorious. <laughs> you
1: know what I mean? If you I, say that I on the think internet, I have some experience with that. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So I was like, Hey, let's see if there's any precedent for this for not liking
1: hollow Knight on youtube probably the first to not like it is probably (laughs) and that and that was well years after the game came out
0: yeah so i looked the video up i looked up hollow Knight negative review and i saw your video and i was like all right and that's the first time i ever met i ever saw you and then in that stream i wanted to talk to you so i messaged you on twitter you remember I was like, "Hey, do you have Discord?" I don't remember. I said, "Hey, um, I said, hey, do you have Discord?" And you were like, "No, oh. I don't use Discord."
1: Okay, right.
0: And we did. Uh, you came. You made a Discord, and you came on the stream. Yeah, that was my
1: first Gotcha interview. It's so kind of kind that of was me. To... <laughs> that yeah, was me. Okay. Yeah. And that was really shitty. And I want to apologize to you. No, that's fine, dude. I mean, I'm no sorry. Feelings. Um, that was really shitty th- of me. I think that, uh, you know, even though we may not think it, like gamers have, and we speak English, like we everybody has so much more in common than we give credit, you know, like a lot of us are on the same team. We just don't know it. Yeah. Sometimes, right?
0: Yeah. Okay. And But that's not where the story ends. <laughs> you got me back. And I know you don't remember this. <laughs> No. How did, so, I,
1: how did I get you back?
0: You got me back. So, a year later, I'm working on another video. I'm working on a dumb fucking meme video, top 10 forklifts in video games. It's the dumbest fucking video.
1: you must but have it, something to do with Shenmue then, huh?
0: Oh, yeah. <laughs> then, I was like, I Googled, you know, I, I found out Shenmue has a forklift section, and I looked up. The forklift section, and your video was the first one to come up. I was like, "Oh my God, it's Vaughn! I gotta get Vaughn back on." Can't believe, I,
1: can't believe I got that far up the algorithm for forklifts. In yeah, Shenmue.
0: I was like, "Bro, I gotta get Vaughn back on." So I see that you now. When we first met, you had told me, "You're like, I've never had it. I don't know. I don't do Discord." I see now you have a whole ass Discord server, and you're in it, and you are like the guy. In that was the
1: Hollow Knight crowd made a discord to encourage me to play hollow knight and they really? guided me through the hollow knight stream <laughs> then when it's over they kick me out of it they kick me out of the discord named after me and change the name to Silk Song waiting room oh and fuck. then they invite me back and then they're like if he, <laughs> if he acts up again we're gonna kick him out you guys know this and so is it still so, popular yeah. uh i got I got invited back or came back or something just, like, at the beginning of this year, I think, like, fairly recently. Yeah. It well, what, is active with a bunch of kids just kind of being nice and waiting for Silk Song, I guess. Oh, that is so you know, funny. You sharing, sharing a few thoughts on <laughs> anime or memes or whatever. It's Dude, you, you brought chilled. people together. <laughs> I united people in their hatred of me. Yeah, that's what I do.
0: But, okay, so I'm, I'm like, okay, so I go in this Discord and I just go, at... Legendary badass I'm like hey kid, Dude you might remember me We did an interview last year You want to come back on And talk about some forklifts And shed boo? I probably you,
1: blocked you At that you point You big timed
0: right? me You big You didn't block me You big timed me This is what you did You were like I don't have time for that I'm not talking about that I don't have time And
2: that I was the end have of it I said that
0: yeah. <laughs> It's literally Dude you were like I don't have time
1: I was like you know no, what I was like I oh I got another gotcha interview Okay
0: yeah sure <laughs> Yeah sure Yeah, but yeah, so we have a little bit of history. I feel like I had I had to tell you that
1: I guess I can recognize your voice now. It's hard to recognize a voice when you can see the face, and now yeah. and then you can't recognize it. You know, if I only heard the voice, maybe I could have mm-hmm. picked on it. But a lot of people have the same voice when you talk online. It seems yeah. like Skype has a way of kind of crunching the bits and everything. Everybody, kind of. I tell people there's only like one girl voice on Xbox, and all the little kids sound alike. You can't tell them apart from anybody.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I'd like to. I'd like to let you know that Hollow Knight video is not up on the internet anymore. Uh, my channel actually got deleted. Your stream? No, no, no. The, well, the stream was never. I never saved it. But the actual video I, that I was working I did not
1: on, tell people to cancel your stream or nothing. I haven't no. said anything like that. To dude, anybody.
0: if you if imagine if I came in here and accused you of getting my channel deleted, my entire YouTube channel, dude. Imagine that would be
1: hilarious. I would. I would find that amusing because I don't have fans to do that. Like, I couldn't get three people to report you for Mm. it. Like, that wouldn't happen. They would be like, what? Like, oh, or not even see me saying that. Like, yeah, I have, like, the most unresponsive viewership. It's kind of great in a way because it's like I can't get people to do things bad to other people Mm -hmm. or bring anybody down. Like, the the worst that's going to happen is they might go, eh, like, that's about it.
0: Yeah. So, um, yeah, I just, I probably should have said that right at the beginning, but I didn't want to, I just didn't want to freak you I pr- out. <laughs> Honestly,
1: I probably would have just been like, okay, you know, click and then. And left. And like, so this was the long con just to get me back into another gotcha interview. Okay. Gotcha. No. I knew that there had to be something up because like, we're big fans. I'm like, no one's a big fan of me. This is bullshit. I am. I'll I actually am. I'll entertain it. Okay, fine. <laughs> I'll listen for a little bit. And it's like, okay, maybe this guy's kind of sincere. We'll see. And that, that was kind of my thinking along the way.
0: Yeah. But I just want to really honestly apologize. Yeah,
1: you know, I and I probably wasn't that nice to you about what no, you were. I, you know.
0: actually were really nice to me.
1: <laughs> you
0: were exceptionally nice to me on stream and I was mean. So that was wrong of me. And I'm sorry.
1: Hey, apology accepted. It's water under the bridge. All whatever right. the old people say, you know. Okay. You said there was one other thing also.
2: I'm well, coming okay. up
1: four minutes away from three hours. I don't know if this thing times out or okay. what happens here. Let's do. Uh, I'll just because you know uh, it it times out at forty five minutes on Zoom meeting. You Whoa! Know?
0: I don't know. Yeah. I don't think this does time out. But we. I want to get that's out of here. Three that's hours. That's why is too everybody long. quit.
1: That's why everybody quit Zoom because they <laughs> they started implementing that bullshit.
0: What are they on now?
1: Probably this. I, yeah. I've done. I don't know, honestly.
0: Yeah. Okay. I just wanted to say real quick. This isn't the question, but do you know you have uh the lighting on you is if that's bisexual lighting?
1: You know that? Haven't heard that. No. I thought it kind of looked like cool '80s neon stuff.
0: Yeah, it's pretty cool. But like, maybe there's like a market, like a bi, like a bisexual market. You could like try to. Uh,
1: hey, I could use the viewers. I guess right. Okay. Yeah. All right. Last thing.
0: let me let me ask you this okay you are you you are an untapped pure spirit on this app on YouTube
1: oh okay, I thought this app well, I'm brand new to riverside
0: okay <laughs> you're rare you're interesting, you're somebody who should be documented.
1: I've documented myself by accident, haven't I? Uploading yeah. nearly every day. What would you say?
0: This is, this is not... I'm not asking if I would do this, but if somebody were to want to do a documentary on you, what would you say?
1: Uh, you're, you're wasting your time, really, because uh, I'm not particularly exciting. I've put too much out there. It's not like there's a lot of hidden things to be discovered. And also, when I've, I feel like the documentary... You want the living subject, the thing that's happening right now, document the event that's going down versus the history that everybody knows. But the history everybody knows is what gets the attention. You know, being around in the 90s, I didn't need to hear any more about O.J. Simpson's murder trial. But Mm. then we have a documentary series that comes out about it. Like anybody needed more information on it. Yeah. I don't think there'd be much interest in me. You'd find some, you could find more interesting homeless people anywhere, man. Their story of how they got there that's inser- that's that's what's compelling to people
0: um i disagree Yvonne.